Welcome to OGF Radio, the official podcast of the Noobs and Cubes where we talk about games, movies, TV, and comics. So, my name is Robert Borjal and I'm here with Migs. Yay! Say hi, Migs. What's up, guys? Finally, Robert's here <laughs> after, what, three to four episodes of nothing from you guys? <laughs> I'm back from the last so episode. Yeah, so he's going to take on hosting duties for this episode. Mm. And I'm also here Exciting with Ems. Time. What up? What's up? Robert, long time no <laughs> see. Well, it's long time no chat. <laughs> Dark, dark seraph in the house. <laughs> dark seraph. Where you been, man? Where you been? Uh, I've been sleeping because we sleeping. were in different time zones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell asleep. I always fall asleep when it's time to podcast. Oh god. Well, uh, Mix told me about uh, you had a fight a few weeks back, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Because yeah, I, I, I yeah, you gotta tell it. You gotta tell it. I mean, yeah. what's up and, with you, Robert? Well, what happened in my last match? Because me and two of my friends, we participated in this tourney. And my god, my other friends, they all got injured. They all got knocked out. It was like we were on death row or something. <laughs> so so the fir- my first friend, he jumped into the guy's punch and got knocked out. And he practically fell on the map for eight seconds. When he got up, he fell down again, knocked out. Jesus. My uh, other friend, he got his left shoulder dislocated because his opponent was throwing wild punches. (laughs) So when I came my turn, I was thinking, oh, I'm not going to get injured. I don't want to get knocked out. I don't want to get hurt. So I just did what I learned from watching the gay weather fights. (laughs) So you basically outbox your opponent like you stay outside. All right. How'd that work out? It, la- luckily, I didn't get injured. All right, I, I lost. I, get it. I lost decision. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm safe. By the way, guys, this is this is an amateur boxing fight from our gym that they oh, yeah. usually um, um, they usually like uh, start every three or four months. Yeah, M- so Megs is a part a gym, of it actually. Yeah, Megs. When are you the gonna first post? one? <laughs> you I got knocked down, man. I lost. <laughs> It's okay. So pretty Still soon, we're gonna, that's going to be a new uh, segment on Noobs and Cubes. It's going to be real life boxing with Mix and Robert. <laughs> oh, God, please no. That's real kind of boxing. embarrassing. If you guys ever spar, you should have someone videotape it. Uh, yeah, that's right. right? Let's, have our, let's have our sparring match videotape Mix. <laughs> no, 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 oh, really? Get, I mean, us? Make it, make it yeah, first person boxing and just put... Um, what do you call them? Uh, GoPros on both your heads, so it's a like first-person boxing. <laughs> Go, going pro. Yeah. Dreaming Go. of pro. Okay, okay. Here's the title. He can going probably attach a GoPro and the. He can probably attach a GoPro and the one of the corners, so that you oh, can yeah. have a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, like going pro at thirty. No. <laughs> 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 No, we're, we're, we're not 30 yet we're not 30 yet we're, we're still you know we got yeah. two years to retire so we're getting there though we're getting there oh man okay so anyway yeah moving oh, on um, we've actually yeah. recorded an episode earlier or should i say yesterday 
Yeah. So mm -hmm. we kind of go ham, me and Emo, about that one because we got a lot of impressions. Oh yeah. Discussed oh, yeah. about that one. Yeah. Impressions. So, yeah. Yeah. So usually, um, I can contribute, but I've already got. I mean, I'm already out of impressions. Since last, <laughs> since last impressions of who? So who who did you guys, guys. In, um, impersonate? Oh no no no! It's impressions. No, so like, impressions. Like, so like uh, TV shows, like, just reviews, oh, like quick yeah. reviews. Oh, all right, all right. I got yeah. an idea. I thought we, it was like no. topping Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Ah uh, no, we do that no, all no, the time. <laughs> no, we we did an yeah. earlier uh, broadcast, and um, it's we basically took two hours just going through a lot oh, of the God. stuff that we uh we've Whoa. you know done over the uh, this extended weekend. We kind of took a quick break, like a short break too, because we. We haven't done it in like two weeks, I believe, was the last time oh. we did an episode. So yeah. there was a lot yeah, of I catching so, up yeah. to do. So, yeah. yeah that, two hours, that's a lot. Two hours, so, and we chopped it up to more than <laughs> two hours. <laughs> we never skipped two hours for the featured right? topics. <laughs> well, hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully. We're, we're working on it. We're going to work on it. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so are we going to do that now? So, yeah. Are we going to have impressions? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. All Do right, it. right. So the next off. part so what of the program, you guys been watching? Uh, catch up. Yeah. How about you, Migs? What's been up with you lately? Oh, um. Yeah, already. I'm already out. Sorry. But yeah, just to recap of what we've uh, discussed so far with Emil yesterday, um, I did some. I did watch. The Jessica Jones season. Jessica Jones on Netflix. Mm, yeah. I also Jessica watched Jones. the first. I also watched the first uh, episode of uh, the Man in the High Castle. In what's this? The Man. Yeah. The Man, Man in the, the High Castle. Castle. Yeah. Mm, not yeah. familiar with that. Okay. Yeah, The Man in the High Castle. So it's a uh, it's a political uh, what if um, TV series on which mm. what if the Nazis won the World War Two and what is America like after that war. Something like that. Oh, okay. And how, how was it? What did you rate it? One out of ten. Um, What's your rating? It, it's just the first episode, but it's it's interesting to be to get hooked into. So it's it's a good show. Like, mm. um, I think it's best that you guys um, listen. Judge it first. For for an the man in, depth, in the high castle. Uh, first no, first. we did a, a, a yeah, more in, in depth uh, talk about it earlier, so maybe we can just skip <laughs> yeah. that one for now. All right, all right, all right. But um, yeah, speaking of which, yeah, um, I think overall the three of us have seen uh, Jessica Jones at least the first episode. Yeah, so me and Migs exactly. have talked about the yeah. first season and what we thought. So what mm. about you, Robert? What do you think? About Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones is is great. I mean, I, I figured uh. Daredevil was an awesome uh, Netflix superhero movie because it was dark, realistic. I like that it's a little more real than the other superhero movies. But mm -hmm. this one's really, really dark. Uh, I did not know it could get darker. It got so much darker. Uh, <laughs> do you have so any any gripes or any cons about the yeah. show so far? I mean, did you watch the whole season or just the, the first episode? Well, well, just the episode one. I liked it. I just was oh, a little, okay. you know, I mean, I'm, well, 
I, I was a little iffy about having a girl as the lead character. I was thinking maybe she'll be a little posh oh. or a little girly oh. or a little like blonde or something. But surprisingly, <laughs> she's she's got the right amount of bitch in her. I like that. I like the right amount of bitch. On behalf of every uh, man out there in the world, I am sorry to yeah. like. I apologize to all the women out there if you are okay. oh, right. <laughs> yeah. for for making this episode I'm totally a bit sexist. Okay. Early on, in she's, the... she's, she's strong. Yeah, there's a good word for it. She's strong. She's got the right amount of strong in her. Oh, God. Robert, Ooh. ladies Already. and gentlemen, right. we're back. Gonna get to the I don't. I didn't mean anything wrong with that. Oh God. If you receive any death threats, no, Robert, okay, we do not know you. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Couple of SJWs knocking on your door. Oh God! But um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be funny because um, me and Migs actually uh, we talked about this like literally um a few days like a day ago or a few hours ago, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. we have mixed feelings about it. Like me and Migs have both mm-hmm. seen the first season. Uh, Migs kind of likes it, but he has like certain gripes about it. I feel like mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I felt like Marvel dropped the ball. All our opposites, really. Yeah. Wow. So you might actually <laughs> but, be the but- tiebreaker. Between you, you finished you finish, uh, the whole season one. Yep, I finished the whole season oh. one. Yeah, in one weekend, <laughs> right. dude. Yeah. Nice, yeah. It's, that I was watched episode one. I didn't yeah. go to the gym for that one. <laughs> that was my Wednesday. <laughs> I, I, bought, I bought two cheeseburgers and one tub of popcorn <laughs> just to watch through the whole season. <laughs> I did uh, a whole pack of Shinra Mune and I made like, you know, I did the veggies and whatnot, so I put the works in it. So I put like mm-hmm. mushrooms, eggs, and like, you know, some lettuce mm, throw it in there made a big good. pot uh, of soup and ate that all day but yeah like we should do like a follow-up as- episode on jessica jones when you finish the whole season because you might oh, be yeah, the tiebreaker sure, sure. between yeah, uh me and migs see <laughs> 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 where the team lies I mean, I I just personally like there were a lot of interesting scenes. I mean, they got girl on girl, girl on black. It's 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 you know it's it's real. Yeah. It's interesting. It's real. It's real. There you go. So how do you uh, feel about uh, Luke Cage's character? Because uh, we both agree that Luke Cage is very interesting in the show. Luke and Cage, the actor playing it, actually fits the character well. Luke Cage, the the black guy. Actually, well, oh, on the first episode, right. he's I, the guy that she uh-huh. follows around. The guy she's talking, uh-huh, yeah. that's Luke yeah. Cage. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Wait, is he important? And I thought Luke he was K- just going to be a one-night stand. Yeah, he's... No, no, no. He's uh-huh. a superhero in the Marvel comics. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. All right, right. I, I was so, actually <laughs> the leader. He's actually the leader of um, the new Avengers one time. And his own group, like the Defenders or yeah, Defenders. Heroes for Hire. Yeah, so oh, it's yeah. gonna be. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, Netflix is planning to make a mini Avengers series called The Defenders, which will mm. um, have Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and other so Marvel. Luke Cage heroes is gonna be like Netflix. the Nick Fury of this The Defenders group. I wouldn't no, say I don't Nick think so. Fury. He's more Probably like. Imagine the cycle for the group, yes. kind of. Or like yeah, the Captain the America, Captain America of, yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I see. I I didn't realize he looked so normal to me. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, felt, well, he doesn't. They well, don't quite Netflix for yeah. you. They don't quite mm. reveal his abilities just yet. Like later on in the se- the series, you'll you'll see what he can do. 
Oh but, yeah, that's a, like oh yeah, you're, you're yes. gonna be yeah for sure. You're, for you're I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Out of everyone in that series, Robert, you're gonna like him. Like out really? of everyone, you're gonna yeah, like he's him. He's the most likable. Right, right, right. Well, well, he's, he's gonna be your black, boy. So. Like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like trust me. Yeah, you're gonna like this guy. All right, I'll finish it. Then I'll let you guys know. I'm, yeah, I'm so... done with it. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, that's for the TV series. Um, how about you, Ems? Anything else? Like uh, movies or? Well, okay. So movies. Um, I've okay. I've watched a bunch of movies since the two weeks that we've uh, gone. And uh, oh, this is it. This is it. This is this it. Is the, all, right. This, all right. This is the oh. moment that Wiggs, that Migs has been waiting for the whole time. Because huh? okay. um, two weeks yeah. ago, I finished. Uh, the original trilogy for Star Wars in hopes of like catching up to the Star Wars series before you know watching The Force Awakens so I told them about like how I felt about um, episodes what was it four, five, six, and so uh-huh. now the past two weeks I've finished um, episodes one, two, three of the movie franchise wow. so I am ready to go see um, <laughs> Force Awakens or I am like okay to see it now so wait Tell Robert first what you thought about the original trilogy before you <laughs> tell original. us your reactions on, okay. the pre- on the prequels. Okay, here <laughs> we go. Okay, so you mean, you mean the the new one or the 1990s one? 1990s one. The uh, 1990s. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed those a lot. Uh, well, are you a huge fan? Memories. Are you a huge fan of those? I'm not a Star Wars <laughs> geek or fan, but okay. all I remember is when I was a kid. I definitely could not forget Yoda and the whole Force thing. And I, I would imagine I had the Force as a child. And I, I would look like an idiot just, you know, putting my hand in front of people and thinking, why isn't it working? Maybe I don't believe enough. Yoda says I have to believe. Okay. So for me, episodes 4, 5, 6, I felt it was okay. It was mm. just okay. But I think part of it is because I saw it as an adult. That's why. Ah. That's why I told Mix last time too. I saw it as an adult, so mm-hmm. my mindset like looks for a lot of different things now. Like my my mind basically picks up on different things. So like like you know like uh, the dialogue, the choreography. Like you pick up on so many things that you may or may not just kind of like lose track of you know the storytelling. But I also feel like the storytelling is a little bit weak. Like it felt very oh. incomplete. For like four, five, six, it felt like it was kind of short. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> that was my impression when I saw four, five, six. Like I can still appreciate okay. it because I can imagine how that would be during the time that it was like released. Like back then, like that would have been amazing because like seeing those visual effects like during their mm. era, that time, it, yeah. it would have been amazing because you'd never yeah. seen anything like that for sure. Yeah. So nineteen eighties people. Like, yeah. For for his time it's very uh, It's way out there. Mind blowing. Yeah. So But if you watch it now you'll just be like, meh, we have better effects now and we got better cinematography and uh, <laughs> storylines that we've seen. Uh, Is that it? If you're gonna it, compare the prequels, well I feel no, no, like... uh, please Emil. <laughs> I tried not it. to be snobby about that because like it's you can't compare that different time mm-hmm. different different you know yeah. different standards you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's true so mm-hmm. that was just my thing I, I also have like a lot of gripes about the storytelling but anyways moving on episodes 1 through 3 you know it was okay <laughs> I think acting was like dog shit 
<laughs> That's pretty good, like, dude. The acting was so well. Maybe I don't know if it's the acting or like again, dude, like what I mentioned. It's actually earlier. the script. Uh, right, George the script. Lucas sorry, like this. Right, uh, it's the script. Yeah. Out of like remember earlier, like earlier today, I told you, Vix, that it it may not necessarily yeah. be the acting, but yeah, you're right. Like like yeah. how I said earlier, like it the may be the script, the script. right? The dialogue is shit. Dude, it was yeah, so yeah, bad. Like, I, I don't quite remember the dialogue too well. The what, dialogue. What the worst part there. <laughs> well, I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll try to Google it, some for your it's, it's just um, like, nostalgia pressure. Just I, the way the I dialogue is carried out, it just feels so fake. Yeah. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't react that way. It felt so fake. Like the way that people would react to other people's like actions and whatnot. It felt really fake. But. In terms of concept, from what happened from point A to point B, like I could appreciate uh-huh. it. I was like, okay, this is cool. So like, for me, <laughs> I have well, like one one to three. I kind of like three because it showed me the origin of Darth Vader. So I was like, Ooh. Darth Vader, yeah. So I was like, dude, I was like, I really like Darth Vader. So like seeing his origin, like how he just he's just slowly twisting himself into like joining the dark side. And mm. like at the end, you re- it kind of reveals like okay, he's like mentally broken down. Excuse me, mm. mentally broken down, and he's moved on to like the dark side. And so you kind of see the progression of how he loses his humanity, and that's mm. why I kind of like appreciate oh. that. I see, I see. In yeah. four, five, For six, me, they show that degradation also. Well, four, five, six was kind of like the leap. It it mm. jumps to Luke. Luke Skywalker's story instead of you know a more focus on Darth Vader. Darth Vader just Darth became Vader. the face of the villain for four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Well, until six. six. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, Mix? <laughs> uh, I guess for prequels. Oh God. Okay. Uh, like what Emil said and what I said earlier, it really comes down to how they wrote the script, especially on Episode Two and Episode Three. Like, uh-huh. don't get me wrong. The uh, out of the three prequels, I like the most because it has that cool uh, final battle between Obi-Wan and Anakin although that's mm. also flawed because if you can remember that final battle why do they have to go through all these shit and Mustafar like oh I need to go to the, to swing on these uh, beams <laughs> or try to balance it oh, over yeah, the yeah, rocks yeah. Like, just, just go be to that land. one open place where everything is fair and just you know go at it and do your old there's no honorable um, battle there's no honorable battle yeah there's no honorable battle I guess yeah. and I will mention yeah, you though you kind of appreciate mm-hmm. Obi-Wan uh, through experience that he knows what he is doing when he says you know uh, I got the higher ground because that's right. what he experienced during uh, like his spatial, battle with Darth Maul like spatial awareness because right? when he oh. yeah actually he when he beaten Darth Maul he got bothered by that kind of um, strategy that having the high ground is uh, very adva- advantageous but at the same key. time yeah he needs to know how to defend himself if he's on the high ground so that's why he, he knows how to um, train on <clears throat> those situations that <clears throat> even though he's on the high ground that the last battle with Anakin and him yeah. when Anakin tried to jump uh, the same the same technique that Obi-Wan used on Darth Maul he knows that he's gonna do it because he also did it mm-hmm. he's done on it the before. first episode so yeah. he knows how to counter it already 
So yeah. That, so that's why he Experience. decapitated his limbs. Yeah. But yeah, back cool. to the back to the dialogue. Uh, <laughs> just a sample, Robert. <clears throat> okay. Um, on episode. <laughs> on episode going to script, three, script there's read. this thing. Yeah, there's this <laughs> thing that Anakin told Padme. He said that I am haunted by the kiss that you should never have given me. <laughs> what? The kiss. Yeah, you should have never given me. You make it the way that That's, their dialogue sound. It makes it sound like. Do they have to sound so poetic? Like, it, <laughs> no, it feels they, like they you're reading a poem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They try to be so, Shakespearean. Tra- trying to but push failed okay, miserably. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh god, yeah. the dialogue is so fake. An- another one. You are in my very soul, tormenting me. That's what Annie said to. To Padme when he's trying to court her in, in God in one of her scenes, yeah. Yeah, dude, it would have been friend zoned if he was like here. That's a little bit <laughs> harsh been, to say to someone <laughs> to reject someone. But there's, but, but there's one thing that stick to me is like, what's that scene? Uh, something like, hold me, Annie, like you did in the something something of Nabu. It's just, <laughs> it's just so cringeworthy that God, whenever yeah. I. Saw that and just, oh god. Really <laughs> uh, well, I mean, episode 7 is going to be under new management, so I assume the writing won't be like that anymore. I assume, no, I don't yeah. think so. It's, yeah. I, I'm a lot of very people are looking thankful forward to that, this, too. I'm very think, thankful that I think uh, George Lucas good. is hands off. Yeah, he's that like project. hands off now entirely. I will uh, do an honorable mention, though. The choreography uh, in episode one. Yeah, it's the Darth Maul fight. Amazing, uh-huh. amazing. Of course, it's Ray Park. Mm. Yeah, the With whole the, uh, thing. I mean, the whole thing? action scenes for the for the lightsaber battles in yeah. the prequels is miles yeah. ahead of. Um, oh yeah, the original trilogy. But even the writing and... for one though, like Qui Gon, fucking Liam Neeson can't even save the movie. <laughs> Like no yeah. matter how good an actor he is, like you cannot save like shit writing. You know, for for the for that uh, for the, for episode one, I mean, for Liam's character there, he's kind of terrible in the sense that <laughs> he tries to actually push Yoda and the Jedi Council to train Anakin, even though they know that he's he's gonna go to the dark side or you know he's gonna be very problematic. But no, no. Yes, higher midichlorian counts. We must train him. Mm. He's the chosen. There are a lot of <laughs> theories about the upcoming one too. That the the actual guy with a Vader mask. And that one is Luke Skywalker. I'm sorry. What is it? Um, there are also a lot of theories that in the Force Awakens, there's the bad guy there will be uh, Luke yeah, Skywalker yeah. supposedly. Um, That's what I they're saying. Oh, uh, so, the rumors. But, yeah, we we they definitely mm. have to. Check out Star Wars once it comes in the yeah. movies this mm-hmm. December sixteen or seventeen or nineteen. I think it's like twenty. Well, uh, for you guys, yeah. you, you guys are a week ahead. So we for us, it's like twenty six or twenty eight. Oh, so far. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, right. you guys, you guys are you're you guys are ahead by a week. So we'll yeah. get it. On yeah, I guess the the, the yeah. standard the standard schedule is nineteen. Yeah. And there's a there's an early screening for Flip Geeks at 16, I guess, or 17. Oh shit! So mm. I'm not sure, but definitely we'll watch it on IMAX. We need oh to. man, has to be. Uh, I won't yeah. be able to watch it. I'll be flying to the desert. What? Oh yeah. Oh, you going to Oman? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, the plan is I might even head to LA after. What? I mean, during Christmas. So uh, I'll yeah. let you know. So if yeah, for ends. sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> Give me some gifts. Yeah, man. Some uh, whatever. We'll do shit. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on. Well, what about so, other movies? Moving. Oh, me. Well, there's only one thing I really want to talk about. Okay. It's been the highlight of my day, and that is episode <laughs> nine of One Punch Man. You have to watch it, Migs. You have to watch it. I mean, I today. I haven't watch watched it, it yet, but but really, just spoil away. It's okay. Spoil uh, away. I've seen it. I cried. I've, yeah. <laughs> Manly pain tears. Dude, it was really Definitely, bad. Definitely, right, Abs? Was, you, you got teary-eyed too there was, on the scene? Yeah, there was so much feels. Okay, like... Really, Mix? We're gonna do full-on spoilers right now? Go on, okay. do it. I don't care. It's okay. okay. So, picking off from episode 8, you know how they were going after, like, well, the, all these heroes were going after the Sea King, right? Mm-hmm. Episode mm-hmm. 9 opens with Genos taking on the, the Sea King. Sea King. King. Yep, yep. He, like, punches right. the crap out of him, like, literally rips the side of Sea King's mouth, and he's, like, mm-hmm. knocked away. Whoa. And he's, like... Like, the teeth are showing out like of his the, cheeks. Yeah, like literally the side of his cheeks is like ripped off when Genos like punched mm-hmm. oh, him. Oh god, like, in that's the face. awesome to see. And he was like, <laughs> you know, he was like posing all cool and shit, and then he gets like just ambushed because he got careless because he thought like, oh backstab. yeah, I got it. Yeah, he got backstabbed, oh. and he got basically he okay. got his arm ripped off. Mm-hmm. And so Genos started oh, getting nice. desperate, and so he just like used all his ammunition did all his combos and this again. as he moves on him but <laughs> it was a pretty cool scene on the bell again that, that was an awesome scene yeah he put up like a really good and like really graphic fight but mm-hmm. like the sea king yeah. is still like way above his power level and he just like knocked the shit out of him and he did this the, the sea king did this thing where he spat like acid spit acid yeah. spit at a little girl Ooh, and right. then genos as because of you know his hero mentality he's like like no, I can't do it. Like he like body blocks the the spit. He dashes like to block it from the girl and so his basically his whole body was like melting away. And so he was like helpless. He couldn't do anything. He got knocked mm-hmm. out. He got knocked he they like he beat the living shit out of Genos and he like knocked him out outside and so he's out in the rain. And now now that the Sea King is out in the rain, he gets boosted up even more cuz he's in water. So he gets even yeah, more stronger. Yeah. And then, just as a, uh-huh. he's about to finish, um, Genos, um, who's the biker the special guy? Special move, Moomin it's Rider. called. Moomin Rider. Just, justice Crash. The justice Crash. <laughs> justice Crash. That special move. Just, um, yeah, take it away, Robert. crashes his bicycle into the Sea King. Now, as epic as it sounds, it has <laughs> a zero effect. A normal bike into the deep sea has <laughs> zero bike, effect. But but that's that's what that's Moomin Rider. That's licenseless rider's ability. He's just a human being. That's his ultimate so, special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's moving about this is after that, the Sea King looks at him, and we know how small the Moomin Rider is compared to the Sea King. He's like knee so level. Moomin Rider, yeah. yeah, yeah, knee level. Yeah. The Sea King knee is level, so huge. Really? He's like to he's his so knee now. He grew he's even so more because he was out in the rain, so he grew even more. So he's like oh, down to his knee. That's right. Yeah, I or remember his last episode. He's not that big. I mean, yeah. he probably is nah. a kind of. Yeah, I mean, he used. He started out like probably really in the stomach level. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he grew. He grew. He was out in the rain. He grew even mm-hmm. more. He was giant uh, now. Maybe even ankle level. This... <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead, Robert. Go, Despite go. the. 
change in size though you know you gotta give it to Moomin Rider cause despite the size he charges in he throws his strongest punch but despite that <laughs> the, the seeking he just you know he, he just taps the fist he holds on to it and he starts whacking Moomin Rider up and down like in the the way the Hulk did um, on Loki oh, what's his yeah. name? on Loki Loki yeah, yeah he basically exactly did that. Like that oh damn he did that to mm. Moomin Rider <laughs> yep yep with a so bored expression Rider got rocked up <laughs> What was that? So what happened? I mean, what I mean, well, human rider got roughed up. Yeah, much. he was bleeding over the place. But he didn't After die. that, the Sea King tosses him away, but the Boomin Rider gets up again, and the whole crowd is looking like, "Oh my God, he's a Class C hero. He can't do anything." But then Boomin Rider says, "I know I'm oh. Class C. I know I'm weak. I know I can't do anything. But that's what it means to be a hero. If I run, who else oh. will fight him? Yeah. But and then th- take no." Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> drama music here. Dude. In the rain, where Moomin Rider's coughing blood. And as he decides to walk up, one of uh, the kid, one of, one uh, of the kids, like in the yeah, mom's the arm, kid. starts screaming, You can do oh, really? it, Moomin Rider. Wow. We believe in you. And so he tackles him, <laughs> you know. He does a justice tackle. <laughs> because he's human, it's actually just a human tackle. <laughs> And you know, a human tackle against the Sea King is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then he swats him away like a fly. <laughs> swats him away like yeah, a fly. Yeah. Like nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Wow. But then despite that, he gets back up again. He's bleeding all over himself. And then the whole crowd starts cheering him. We don't care. We believe in you. You're our hero, Moomin Rider. You can do it. And he charges in. And then the Deep Sea King punches him out. And sorry, not today. No. There's no hope. Uh for Moomin Rider and that's when Saitama so, comes in wait so so oh. Moomin Rider got punched out of the air like yeah 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 he just got in he a comedic got up. effect like Shing! he was like trying to just no 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 he just like got punched like straight punched so he was like yeah. knocked back uh-huh. so mm-hmm. as he was like okay. not getting like rolling backwards basically uh, Saitama catches him exactly. and then the fight oh, happens oh okay okay the fight happens alright yeah. And that's where the so episode ended says, again. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it didn't. They they show now Saitama oh, God, yes. the Sea King. Good, it, good. It was anticlimactic. You can imagine what happened there. <laughs> it's the usual though. It's basically. Well, but did this... Saitama actually cooked him though? That's the big question. Like, did mm. he eat him? No, no, no. Okay, imagine <laughs> this. Imagine the... this. This was the scene. Fish. Imagine this. The Sea King was giving his big speech about like all these heroes are fucking useless to me, and like you, like he's mm-hmm. talking to Saitama now, like that, like you are nothing, like you can't do anything, like none of these heroes could do anything. More trash. And then mm-hmm. Saitama just cuts him off, and he's just kind of like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then he just like punches him, and literally, <laughs> he punches him so hard that it fucking stops raining. It fucking stops raining. It stops raining. He punches the rain away. It punches the whole rain away. It was like, it was pouring hard. I need to see this. (laughs) It punches him so hard that literally the clouds like just push away and then the sun comes up. It opens up. It's daytime already. It stops raining. (laughs) But but what happened to Seeking? I mean, did he get... Did he had a big hole in his Yeah, there was like a giant hole on his chest. Not just his chest, just like a big hole okay. and then fucking all the buildings like through him just everything cleared up oh, like the god. sun just <laughs> shining it was amazing oh god was amazing. this is what I like about the show it's just, it's just like ridiculous it's so overpowered yeah. it's ridiculous whatever he does that I know much. but 
I mean... Sorry, uh-huh. go ahead. No, go on. Go on. It, it kind of makes sense for me because it, it reminds me of Dragon Ball and you know Goku gets stronger mm. and stronger after each enemy. I think mm. here they were like, ah, screw this whole power-up shit. Let's just give him to the peak level already. <laughs> then let's, you know, let's get the enemies yeah. to power up. <laughs> <if they're wrong. laughs> yeah, I think it's an interesting concept because like, if you think about it, like every every show kind of does that now. It's like, oh yeah, we'll slowly mm. get stronger because you kind of see, oh, character progression, yeah. right? And it'll drag on mm. to four or five episodes of just talking and charging and yeah. screaming. Yeah. So, like, yeah. <laughs> but this one gets to the point where after like, Two episodes only. Yeah, and it's like and really that. funny. Mm-hmm. Like you get it. Like he's fucking <laughs> just really powerful. But yep, yep. But Niggs, that is not the biggest tearjerker part yet. No. The whole Moomin oh, Rider thing. Oh, that okay. wasn't it. That yeah. was just like a warm up. The biggest. Oh. The okay. biggest uh, tearjerker part was when um um which one was it? Oh, it was when. One of the survivors, or like the refugees in the fight, mm, literally came jackass. out of the crowd and said, "Oh, that's Saitama. That's the guy who's cheating. He probably just like, you know, like every oh. hero probably like weakened him up, and like he just yeah. came in for the kill." Negative feedback. Yeah. Again. So like literally, he was Man. there to shoot him down. Like like ev- mm. like ev- and ev- like everyone who was there was kind of like, you know, at first they were mad at him. They were mad at the guy who was like spreading that because like he just saved us. So like yeah, Saitama just saved us. Yeah. Them. So like, what's your deal? Like, why are you saying those things? And then he started explaining like, well, you had all these heroes kind of come in and kind of like, you know, like basically die for you, and now this guy just waltz in and he just like punches him one time and that was it. And he was like saying that all these other heroes were probably shit heroes because a class C hero beat the guy in one punch. Maybe this class S is stupid. Yeah. This whole class A guy is just a weak fraud. Yeah. So, so like all, all the, the other heroes, heroes were like bashed. shit. Yeah. So he bashed every hero. And then you mm. know what Saitama said? Cool. Saitama turns right. around and he says, "That's right. That's what I do. I cheat. I just like steal the credit from other heroes." So he, he he's basically embracing the negativity from that guy and it's like okay yeah, yeah hate me like whatever and like, he's like saying yeah. it's a good thing he was weakened after so many heroes fought him I got lucky now I can steal all the credit it's a good thing all these guys got beat up in my place now I can take all the credit yeah and rise up the ranks yeah mm. and even threaten wow. people like oh yeah. if you tell others that I you know I didn't do it or like I just stole it then you know like whatever like he doesn't fucking care yeah, and you know all this. All the people now start sympathizing with all the other heroes. Well, wow! Compared to this jackass classy, all those other heroes were true <coughs> heroes. I mean, screw you, oh One Punch God. guy. Yeah. I mean, at least these guys did it for heroism, but you, you're just like doing it for credit, and yeah. that's when that's they start it. bashing he's, at him too. He's literally the hero that they don't deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 And they kind of, and he kind of embraces the hate. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you know, it's <coughs> those things that you don't need gratitude for. Yeah, it's just Actually, a job for you or a hobby for you. I find that a little deep because I think it has some sort of similarity to how society works nowadays, where in yeah, the real yeah, good guys I mean, don't get credit. They don't get the credit they deserve. Yeah, exactly. I mean, bash. people don't know how you know. People take a lot for granted. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only kind of um, appreciated once it's gone or something ha- mm-hmm. bad happens to them. Right. And exactly, then they really exactly. need it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. 
once a good guy starts doing do- good deeds, all the bad guys just want to bash him, say, oh, he's just doing this for this. And then, you know, you know how the internet is. But anyway, that's yeah. that's episode nine. Oh, we're going deep. We're going deep. And <laughs> I mean, there's more There's more to that episode, though. So, but I won't, mm-hmm. there's no point in spoiling nah. that part. But there's just a yeah, little there, bit, there's, okay. there's a little bit of something in the end, too. So that one, we will not spoil right. for you, Mix. But I'm going to watch it again after cool. this. It's Great episode. Nice. I'll watch it after this uh, podcast, actually. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of, speaking of One Punch Man, uh, ML, you actually mentioned yesterday that you watched Man of Steel. I did. Similar How was it? Day. Well, I've, I saw Man of Steel when it came out in the movies, but I felt like, uh-huh. you know what? I, I feel like I really... I really cannot wait for this Batman vs. Superman movie. I want to rewatch the Superman movie, you know, just another time, just to, like, just, you know, just to refresh my brain, just to sort of, like, refresh okay. myself and, like, yeah. what the, uh, the cinematic universe is going to be for, mm. for, for DC, because that's basically the starting off point. And I gotta say, I had to let go of a lot of things, because I'm more of a DC person rather than a Marvel person. So... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like these changes from um, the uh, the DC comics compared to the what do you call it the the movie universe. Like Jimmy, yeah. instead of Jimmy, um, what's his face? Jimmy, mm, Jimmy, Olsen? oh Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. Yeah, I think it's like in mm-hmm. the Marvel Cinematic, not Marvel, sorry, DC Cinematic Universe. It's Jenny Olsen. So ah uh, yeah yeah just like changes like that but ah I have like two major gripes first is okay the go way... on <laughs> okay go <laughs> on okay um so the first one would be the way that the characters are portrayed um like mm, okay. the like first one that comes to my mind is Jonathan Kent Jonathan Kent uh-huh. like I feel like the concept that he's trying to teach Clark is you know it's it's good. Like humanity is not, you know, it's not, it's not ready to know about, you know, Clark's abilities and like, you know, at his at a young age, like people yeah, have seen uh-huh. Clark kind of slip here and there, but he was willing to just, yeah. he was willing to Let take to kind of like take it to extremes, like, like when they had that bus accident and Clark decided that. Like, screw this, I'm not gonna let my friends die. Well, I'm not gonna let my classmates die. So he literally jumps mm-hmm. to the back of the bus as it was like sinking and he pushes the bush bush. <laughs> the bus to the bus. Sh- <laughs> to the shore. And like pe- like the kids yeah, saw that. Yeah. And like so there's just been instances where you know, Clark has had to hold back and it it kind of blurs the line between like when when should I use it and versus like mm-hmm. when should I not use it? So he was saying, like, mm. like I remember the two of them kind of got into an argument after that. Like, like what, like yeah. what are you trying to say? Like, should I have let yeah, my friends this, this, drown? You know what I mean? This is the one in the car, right? Before yeah. the the tornado appeared. Oh no, no, this one, yeah, this one's when he exactly. was kid. When he was a kid. This is when he was a kid. Oh, and when he was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But this was this is the same thing. It was the same situation. The whole tornado thing, when like literally. Yeah. What was it? Jonathan like sprained his ankle or something trying to save like their dog, and mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. couldn't go back. And then like literally, Clark was ready to like just run and like go grab him. And then Jonathan just like oh, raised his hand him. and he's like, no, like don't do it. 
So that was the funny scene for me. Like, <laughs> no, Clark. I'm like, let it go. Come on. Let me die. Come on. It's like oh reverse God. Ben Parker for me. Okay. That's like, like a reverse on. Uncle Ben. You, you got so much power. Just do it already. Yeah. No, think about this. I, I found if, you, if you were there and you were Clark, what could you have done mm-hmm. differently? In, in a different universe, you know what I would have done? I would have run straight to uh-huh. Jonathan. I would have run uh-huh. across even further. Because then you're not mm-hmm. running back to the people who are like in a panic. Yeah. Like They won't remember what they saw. Yeah. They would just see... Uh-huh. Change in a different direction. Yeah, go in a different, in a different direction. Yeah. Like, you don't have to yeah, go yeah, back yeah. underneath the bridge because, exactly. you know, it's like it's a tornado. You can see where it is, where it's going <laughs> to go. You're, you're fucking Superman, for God's sake. Like, you can run a different direction. I'm sure you can outrun it. You're going to save them. Exactly. You're going to save them. That's all I'm saying. It's just ridiculous. I, yeah. I think the whole, like, that's the point. You have these powers so that you can do something. Yeah. Now, just for reputation and for safety. Oh, come on. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. That's right. That is annoying. But I get, okay. I get the concept that they're trying to, you know, go for like, you, like humanity is not ready, which I get. Like it's a modern day thing. Like it's real. So for that, yep, yep. they kind of get points on that because I feel like okay, it has a sense of realism. But they do a couple of things. But I'm not gonna go into like, like more details. But there is like one more scene that I feel like I cannot get over. Everything else is okay. Uh-huh. I can, I can like live with it. But the one thing okay. that I could not get over. Is the scene where uh, Lois Lane is um, with that ship, and they were like dive bombing basically Clark's um, baby ship into that that gravity, you know, modifier thing or like that drill thing that was like manipulating uh-huh, the gravity, yeah. and they use it as like a bomb. And so what happens is it creates a reaction, which is what they were aiming to do, right? And it creates a black hole. So now the black mm. hole is basically sucking everything in. So like the entire drill and the plane, like all that. It was a suicide mission to begin with. Everything mm. in a big area is flying upwards to that black hole except for Lois Lane. Lois Lane was the only what? thing that was flying downwards. What? If you rewatch the movie, if you rewatch that movie, that is the one thing. That is the biggest oh, yeah. plot hole in this movie that I saw. Oh, okay. And then not only that, that sound it, it, it doesn't stop there. So Lois Lane is defying physics right now. She is fall- free-falling <laughs> while everything else is like shooting yeah. up. She doesn't get hit by debris or anything, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And here comes Superman, is flying downward towards, towards her. her. So he catches her yeah. and he is fighting... Suddenly, he's fighting the gravity now. He's fighting the pull of the black hole. So, think about it this way. If the gravity is pulling you upwards, which I assume, like, Lois Lane would have been been pulling up. So, she should have been, like, moving upwards, right? And then Superman, which is a fucking monster to begin with, is pushing you down. Imagine how much force that is being pressed on Lois Lane's body. A weight of a world is being pushed upwards on your back, and then you have fucking Superman flying at his full full strength, pushing you downwards on your chest. Like I can imagine, you, you fucking lose a bunch of ribs on that. Yeah, definitely, you should <laughs> be crushed. But no, like he like just, you know, Superman just yells really loud, and he just like pushes everything down, and he like just. You know, does like a little, you know, like you know, a dainty like land on the ground, like in a circular motion. He's like, oh yeah, I'm totally a hero, babe. <laughs> and so he just like, oh yeah, here you go. And 
like she's down on the ground. They start making out. So you know, happy ending. She just like walks off unscathed. So major plot hole for me. I just hope they need to. I just hope they just really tighten it up on Batman versus Superman because that Mm -hmm. that was god awful. Like I'm sorry. Like I love this universe. (laughs) I like I want this to be good. I want this to be good. Mm -hmm. But God, if that that kind of thing. And the whole like secret identity thing, like everyone knows what Superman looks like, and you appear on the on, Daily man. Planet with glasses. Yeah, the glasses thing. Oh god. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, either way, that's uh, that's a up for <laughs> our impressions. Yeah. And definitely, there's so much to look forward <laughs> to. But well, we'll take a short break, or will we move on? Uh, how is this? Uh, yeah, we can take a sh- short break. Alright. Yeah. And, so uh, once we get back, yeah, Robert, go ahead. When we get back, we'll start talking about our featured topic. Shall we announce the featured topic already? Yeah. Let's do like a little teaser. All right. If the question is, if the Punisher uses pimp particles to shrink the Juggernaut into a bullet, couldn't he then kill anything? Uh, we'll find out. Let's see. There's a physics question for comics here. What? I have no also idea. But coming um, up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also coming up is the OJF Radio Holiday Gift uh, Guide, where we suggest yeah. that's right, that's right. Um, five gift items for your gamer friends, mm. your, your geek, geek friends, friends mm-hmm. and your weeaboo friends. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have some news, and then that will wrap it up. Uh, so, short break? Short break. Yeah, we'll be back I'll after be right a few back. seconds. <laughs> okay. And Whoa. we're back after the break. Uh, we actually had a somewhat... Pre- prelude to the discussion on PIM particles on the juggernaut but mm-hmm. to begin this I, I think it's important that Emil could discuss the science <laughs> behind it a bit what does the PIM particle <laughs> yeah, mean what like... does it do and how does it you know change a person okay um, so PIM particles according this, it's funny because I had recently well not recently a few weeks ago had seen a, a YouTube mm-hmm. video explaining how the Marvel Universe actually describe the pin particles the way the pin particles work is basically imagine a, like a, the mass of anything basically the amount of cells that comprise a living matter or like mm-hmm. any matter for, the, for that reason imagine a human being if you are affected mm-hmm. by the pin particles it basically it lessens the space the distance between a molecule like every mm-hmm. molecule in your entire body so literally you become a more dense version of yourself but the mass remains the same so like literally if you imagine me at a regular size throwing a fist like the certain distance between my fist and like whatever it is i'm punching is like like that's relative but then imagine if it were me um affected by the pin particle so i am more condensed but because i am more condensed there is a greater distance that I have to travel in order for me to hit whatever it is I'm hitting. But because I am operating with the same amount of mass, I have the the same amount of force that I can produce. Mm. Like my body can still produce the same amount of force, but just at a greater distance. So I am, I will be traveling a bigger, um, bigger distance in order for me to, you know, like punch whatever it is I'm trying to hit at the same Uh distance as I was like as a full size human. So with that said, that means that I am 
you know, just physically able to like gain a little, like a whole lot more momentum. So I am punching like almost at full force like all the time. Because mm-hmm. you're that's running true. around and you're you know you're using you know your full mass when you punch basically because you are more condensed. Like when you throw a fist, you are throwing a fist with every like almost like your entire body thrown into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for yeah. for all the science geeks out, physics geeks out there, uh, we all know that force equals mass times acceleration. So if you maintain the same amount of mass but find a way to increase your acceleration, your force can get even twice as much, thrice as much, or, or ten times stronger. So uh, is that what's happening here? I think that's that's pretty much it, right? That would be it, yes. That's actually mm-hmm. the shorter version. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so yeah, um, imagine that with that theory or that, um, um, what you call this, um, feature that... Or ex- I mean explanation. Sorry. Yeah. Imagine that ex- explanation about thin particles that Marvel, that Marvel universe, um, explain explain to us or showed this yeah. in Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if it's Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. But so this is our comic question of the week. Yep, yep. The question is: If the Punisher used thin particles mm-hmm. to shrink the Juggernaut into a bullet, couldn't he then kill anything? I'm curious though. I mean, so so we know now that pim particles somehow makes your mass the same, but you know makes you smaller at the same time, maintaining the mass. What about the juggernaut? What what's his power? What's his deal? You, do you want to cover okay, this, this one, kind of, <laughs> Um It's a bit of a further reading because um, juggernaut's powers. Um, I think it um, heavily depends on the gem of. Cytorak, that's yeah. where he draws his power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh-huh. um, what he, yeah, it's the gem of Cytorak. Yep. That's okay. The, that's the name of uh, Juggernaut's um, gem. So, mm-hmm. what the gem does to the Juggernaut is that um, he possess. Uh, it it allows the user to possess immense strength and stamina, and mm-hmm. doesn't have the need to eat or breathe. Oh wow! I didn't know and that. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, further like further retellings or further stories also actually expanded on that power um, on, on on that power set. Mm-hmm. Um, being that with the gem of Cytorak, a juggernaut can actually punch through dimensions, shred through, through dimensions. What? Okay. So imagine that kind of power. That that's how strong uh, his punches. He can literally punch through bullet. dimensions. <laughs> Like Superman level. Yeah, that's, that's basically <laughs> it. Oh, I mean, yeah, like Superman whoa, prime level. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is uh, kind of a tricky question also, which is actually, I found it on the Reddit um, comic book space, so mm-hmm. perhaps goes to that um, poster mm-hmm. named um, Joe Aconite. I think that I uh, actually pronounced that correct. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's his question, yeah. is that if the Punisher used pin particles to shrink the Juggernaut into a bullet, couldn't he then kill anything? Uh-huh. But another question is, will the Juggernaut actually launch from the gun? Okay. Being that Juggernaut is an unstoppable force, but at the same time, an immovable object. Mm. And he only moves if he willingly do so. If he has to do it himself? Or... He has to want to do it. He has oh. to want to do it. He, like, he needs the will to do it. Yeah. Let's say so, I'm, I'm pushing Juggernaut and the bug- Juggernaut says, okay, I want you to push me. Will he get pushed or no? I'm too weak. Basically, if he wants to move, he can move, but mm-hmm. no one can make him move. Like yeah. if you push him, there is no mm-hmm. amount of force that can push him. Mm-hmm. 
yeah mm. it's really up to him yeah. so it's a it's a really it's it's a real pro- problem or dilemma for the punisher like if you are the punisher how can you let your bullet move <laughs> to whatever <laughs> direction you want to? well we'd have to let um the juggernaut start running from within the gun then because he has to be the one moving right yeah, yeah that's, exactly. That's, so that's what I also thought about. Like literally, the gun actually has relatively no, no there's use. no use for it. It could be a straw. <laughs> it could be a straw for all that matters. But there is mm-hmm. actually one big problem with this, mm-hmm. since the juggernaut is affected by the pin particles. Like we said earlier, it's yep, still yep. the same mass. Mm-hmm. So yep. is are you saying that the Punisher can carry the juggernaut? Yeah, I, I don't think he could carry the with gun. With like a then. gun, hmm. so he'd probably rip through the gun if. You know, uh-huh. we go by the actual, <laughs> you know, the the ruling that Marvel yeah. set up for pin particles. Okay. I'm imagining like because, Thor. Um, he's trying to pick up the gun. You are not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of. I mean, yeah. it's far fetched. Like even imagine. But it's weird because because in the movie, the Ant Man, if you actually try to um, notice, there's some some scenes there that Ant Man was actually running through mm-hmm. a guard's arm or a gun but yep, yep. It, yeah but like but he's it's his like weight nothing, never right? actually yeah oh. or even when he it rides like anthony right he shouldn't be able to do that because then yeah. you just crush anthony like literally just decapitate mm-hmm. his head so, like sitting on the on the neck so i guess uh juggernaut's weight doesn't actually matter in this yeah um, so we'll wave that problem. we'll, we'll just, just wave that yeah and imagine like he can carry that weight all right, or like, wait, like it's like. How does it feel, right? Weight's I mean, relative. If you're light as a feather, but you have like three hundred tons of mass, what? <coughs> how can you actually feel that we object? Like, how does it feel to gravity. actually carry that object? I mean, okay. uh-huh. uh, we're going science, boys. Now we're going yeah, full yeah, science. Because I'm looking at the formula for weight, and it's apparently uh-huh. mass times gravity. So my guess oh, so is, there's... you know, if his weight is not maintained when he gets smaller, his mass is the same, but he magically has a way to counteract gravity a bit. <laughs> uh, that, that's what I'm looking at here. We're going to go with that. <laughs> uh, pin that particles somehow also pin particles actually... affects gravity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, maybe. That, that, that makes maybe. sense. Maybe they should go with that. <laughs> so you um... can lift the gun. Or no. So no, we're we're imagining that we're waving that that flaw, yeah. of of you know the weight of a person. And also, you have to consider. Um, you also have to consider that Juggernaut needs to be in momentum, for it to work. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to launch him as a bullet, in the air, wouldn't it affect how how Juggernaut's speed and momentum, um, you know. Um, increase or decrease whenever he's in midair, as opposed to when he's on the ground. When he's this... actually gaining momentum and like running, right? Traction, yeah. When he gets traction, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I think literally. So here's my. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> Be- like... because I have three solutions now for that. Okay, problem. for me, for me, honestly, the best, the best thing to do is not to use a gun. I think the best thing to use is like a blow dart or something. I was thinking a slingshot actually. Or. Actually, or you can use might... Hawkeye instead, like a bow and arrow. <laughs> That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, something like a bow and arrow, a slingshot, like rubber would work better, right? Anyway, but it's like we're ahead. talking about Punisher, though. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we're talking Punisher, about. I would say. Although, 
I would say use a blow dart. Also, Punisher knows how to use those things. I mean, he's a master of weapons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, he uses a a bow and in his gun. Oh, okay. That's okay. true. Can, that's oh, true. Storing. But yeah, okay. that would be my solution. Like, use a blow dart, because then mm -hmm. Juggernaut is able to run from the. Like, imagine this: the blow dart is still like inside the blow dart. Juggernaut yep, yep. is going to be on the top mm -hmm. of the blow dart, and so mm -hmm. when the the Punisher blows. Basically, Juggernaut starts running and then he runs onto the blow the dart that's coming the out, dart. and then he like <laughs> runs on that blow dart. So he's even he's even more able to like you know gain even more momentum because he's still running. He's still running forward. All right, all right. Okay. If if Juggernaut so jumps on a dart, the dart won't gain weight, will it? It will just you know keep. Well, going. we're already waving no, the weight factor. Weight <laughs> all right, all right. No more weight. Yeah, no more weight. Okay. I mean, so you that would so also actually you need a treadmill for the dart basically the yes mm -hmm. i like the dart <laughs> idea the he, he's kind of <laughs> like kind of like pushed by a dart yeah that's interesting okay yeah. or like a treadmill that's my actual um solution i mean that's one of my solutions when it comes to to juggernaut's momentum problems that you need yeah. to equip the bullet or or that um ballistic a yeah. treadmill for him to run yeah, <laughs> a treadmill. Or like a or, tread, or, treadmill so. catapult. <laughs> yeah, or, or I was imagining yeah, out of box there. Yo. Why not have the juggernaut dress up as a <laughs> like he's or, or he's gonna be inside a literal bullet? Yeah, he'll be inside a, a real bullet. That's how small he is, yeah, he and then you the shoot that bullet. bullet. Would that work? I mean, it's weird though because you still have that rule like, of juggernaut's power where he's he's immovable yeah. unless he wants mm. to be moved. Does, so okay, this is my solution for that one. Okay. It's gonna be out of the box for this one, but it uh -huh. it could work. Actually, I already commented. You're like you already know it works. That Reddit <laughs> Yeah. So this is my uh, this is my first um, solution for that one. Okay. If the Punisher could modify his Juggernaut gun, uh -huh. in a way that when he squeezes the trigger, a mechanical hand inside the barrel will slap Juggy's butt. <laughs> provoking him to be angry and to move forward away from said mechanical hand. So it's a way to provoke Juggernaut, a, a mechanism to provoke him from getting away of that barrel. <laughs> so that would create momentum from him to go, you know, outside the gun. That actually, yeah. actually kind of makes and sense. Another, yeah, and, and another um, theory or solution for that one is it's kind of a reverse is that um, if the Punisher squeezes the trigger of his gun, mm -hmm. by the end of the barrel, you will see um, a a cutout. What do you call this? A Probably of... a, a, a cutout of Charles Xavier's head will what? appear at the end <laughs> of the he, gun barrel okay. for Juggernaut to see this. inside from the inside. Hates so when he sees Charles, yeah. So when he sees Charles Xavier, he will just come run down towards it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so he's so like literally the, going so the in that direction. So effect is that it will launching him. <laughs> yeah, so it will launch him away from the barrel. Uh, so, another side so question. Crazy um, solution. Does Juggernaut <laughs> get affected by um, aerodynamic laws or le like? Let's say Juggernaut's out of a gun, but someone has super strong breath, like Superman. Like he blows the Juggernaut. Will the Juggernaut stop, or will he? He will. You know, overcome air force. Yeah, I guess that uh, depends on like who's blowing it. Ever... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think if he's gonna be blown away or I don't know, 
a force can it has to be really powerful I think because he's gone toe to toe against just... Hulk right hmm? yeah, yeah yeah he's gone toe to toe against Hulk and I don't think Hulk's been able to like stop Love him, him when he starts like you know when he's like charging at him Solve I think Hulk can't like problem. punch him away wow that's strong alright alright so let's just say air has no effect on the juggernaut no amount of air could possibly blow him away in midair I mean his helmet is pretty aerodynamic if you think about it like <laughs> literally like his head yeah. is like a bullet so he's yeah, already exactly. built for aerodynamics yeah yeah that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> it's just to dive in head first okay, yeah okay. like literally I don't see it will he, anyway, will he so... go through a different dimension nah anyway. I mean probably <laughs> <laughs> well think about it yeah. you're, you have that much more momentum so you're able to like you know gain that much more force in your punch so maybe mm-hmm. he punches a guy so hard he just fucking rips through a different dimen- dimension. <laughs> that's so that's how that's how he kills everyone. That's how he kills anything. Yeah. Is he punches them so hard they warp uh-huh. to a different dimension through like the part where they get punched in the face. That's interesting. I mean, he could kill even a, a, a literal superhero cosmic god that's immortal. Just because you're Man, immortal, you're, you're sealed in a different dimension. Yeah, dimension you're like, right it's there. like a bullet like, shot. I'm going to punch you to the next dimension. <laughs> like you get like a bullet hole, black hole that pulls your entire mm, body in. That's yeah, that's it. That's it. That makes sense. A bullet hole. Uh, a black hole is the size of a bullet hole. <laughs> okay, that's there it. We solved it. Yeah. So, yes. That's it? So, yes. what do you guys think? I mean, with a blow dart. can the Punisher actually kill <laughs> anything now that he can actually launch Juggernaut into a bullet? I mean, he can use if he can use Juggernaut as a bullet, his gun. Yeah, yeah. Would you so, agree that he can kill anything? Or are there can. other entities in the Marvel Universe that he cannot kill? Is there another um, like superhero, he's not immovable, he's just impenetrable, that's his powers or such a thing? Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah, right. Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Well, that's if you take in right? account, that's his ability. Powers, I guess so. He has unbreakable, unbreakable skin. Unbreakable skin. That's his what? ability. But is his, but is his skin actually durable enough? Now think about that, this. You know, he the, won't get teared through another dimension or something. I mean, <laughs> the skin is one thing, but if you get, if you get, what if it's like blunt? If we're talking about like. It's blunt force, though. It's blunt force, so you're still yeah. getting hit somewhere. So your organs, I think his organs are still, like, still kind of exposed, right? Um, do you guys yeah. know nah, who Baron Samadhi is? Baron. No, sorry? Baron Samadhi. I look for superheroes who have impenetrable skin. I saw <laughs> Baron Samadhi. I don't know. Anyway. So, Baron? yeah. Is this from Marvel? I'm not sure. Is it Marvel? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't say Marvel or anything. I think it's a different, oh, a different it's, series. Um... Dude, this is a, this is a villain from James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit! Oh shit! Okay, okay. All right, my we're bad, going to James bad. Bond. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. I like it. I never see Luke Cage. <laughs> Luke, Luke Cage does have impenetrable skin. Yeah, yeah. But I, thing I, is, I think, Luke Cage. I think Luke Cage will die. Still, he'll die. Because, because of, um, of yeah. Juggernaut's 
different um, dimension. Dimension tearing power. Yeah. Uh, right? and well, what could happen is that kind of reality. The juggernaut bounces off, but at the moment of contact, that's where the black hole forms. Yeah, you still form a black hole, and like his organs mm. still get affected by the impact. Like his mm. skin isn't breaking. Yeah. But it doesn't uh, mean it doesn't bend. Internal bleeding. Yeah, it that's doesn't true, mean it doesn't true. bend. So that's internally, you're still getting injured. But what yeah. if it's Colossus though? What what's with Colossus' well, power? Colossus is. Isn't is Colossus like no, actually, a body of steel? Like he's literally made of he can turn his entire body into steel, right? But is he impenetrable or is actually, the steel penetrable? Well, uh, from what I remember, Colossus also became a vessel for the gem of Cytheret. Yeah, so he actually he, became one, at one point. Yeah, uh-huh. he actually became the juggernaut. He became juggernaut at some point. <laughs> Whoa! Really? Whoa. Yeah, like okay, that is the most yeah. OP thing. That would be cool. I mean, you have Colossus can... Joggernaut in a bullet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's OP. Oh, it's like even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, then again, then yeah. What if? Like, I guess that's the only way to counter that um, kind of Colossus damage. Like, maybe? you're going to pit Punisher with a Juggernaut bullet against. Uh, Colossus powered up by the Gem Cytheret. Yeah. Because, you know, what will mm-hmm. happen if an impenetrable force collides with an immovable object? So. Oh, uh, I just imagined something. I guess the Punisher with Pym Particle Juggernaut Bullet could kill anything except for a person that can open dimensions also. He'll, he'll open One a dimension time. before <laughs> the bullet hits him. I don't know who that is, but, you know. That that would be one way to counter the bullet that's immovable. He has to be able to see it though. Yeah, Yeah, aware, able to see it, able to react on time. Mm -mm. That that's one part, I guess. So like, if he's that powerful, oh wait, wait, wait. Here's an important. Here's an interesting question. Kitty Pride. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he will only pass through. Yeah, yeah he'll pass so, through, so but there's no point really... of impact. So there's she no... can't kill him. I mean, yeah. he, she can't be killed by this idea. That's true. That's true. There's no point of impact, yeah, so there's never Pride a black. There's no black hole. No, no, no. So Kitty Pride can counter. Yeah. Kitty Pride. Well, it's not really a counter. More like you, she <laughs> dodges it, and then that's he it. Dodge the bullet. Literally. I mean, think about it. Like Punisher has to like go out and like look for a Juggernaut to reload that bullet. Ah, you only have one <laughs> juggernaut bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you got one shot. <laughs> well, it's a powerful one shot. Okay. That's true. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Dimension yeah, opening. Anyway, what about you guys? What do you think about uh, this kind of um, what if scenario? What if the Punisher used pin particles to shrink the juggernaut to a bullet? Couldn't he then kill anything? If not, who mm-hmm. would you think will be the one to stop it? Yeah, yeah. So you can, you know, share your suggestions or um, answers in our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Moomin Rider. Moomin Rider. <laughs> I'm telling you. Once you watch episode 9. His tears and his sense of justice will stop the juggernaut. I mean, he, he's, got, he's got the justice pedal, the justice crash, you know, all the justice moves. Oh, <laughs> man. Normal you know what? I'm be. already missing... <laughs> I'm already missing Puri Puri Prisoner in the show. I hope he does another cameo. Because that mm. guy's nuts. <laughs> oh, Remember Puri, Puri Puri Prisoner? <laughs> what? What? Who? 
Puri Puri Prisoner? You don't know Puri Puri Prisoner? I didn't With, watch You that. know, the one... Um, dude, Puri Puri Prisoner in episode 8. With ah, the angel mode. Puri Puri yeah. Prisoner. Yeah, that's right. The gay-ass, uh, boy-loving, class-S hero that goes naked whenever he goes into his wonder, Hulk mode. God, that's disgusting. actually appear yeah. again in later oh, episodes. Wow, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, because I, I actually found out that Watchdog Man won't actually... He won't appear again. What? Uh, After that, Kimei. That's it. That's his right? screen time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Puri Puri Prisoner. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Moving, Moving on. on. Your next topic. Yep. OGF Radio yeah. Holiday Gift Guide. Yes. What gifts would you recommend? Since it is December tomorrow, uh, what gifts would you recommend to give? And um, since we have our own passions and interests, um, Migs will be talking about game gifts. Ms, you'll be talking about what kind of gifts? Uh, geek uh, gifts. Geek friends for your geek friends. Your geek for buddies. Right. For the geek and friends. And I'll be talking about anime or otaku related gifts. So who wants to start? Games, geeks, or anime? Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's start with a game gift. Yeah, What's I'll your start, suggestion, start. Migs? Start with the gamers. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna do this in the zone fashion. Number one. <laughs> um, we're gonna well um, number one is gamer shirts by topology.ph or threadless um, apparently we have a online gaming gamer shirt store it's here in the Philippines called topology.ph and they actually have good gamer shirts um, mostly um, risk I know it has a range of games available Mostly um, Nintendo. Um, they also have Street Fighter, um, some mm -hmm. bunch of PlayStation games. Oh, right yeah. now, they have new shirts related to Fallout. So it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It's how it's, much is a shirt? They have some subtle designs. Um, I think the the standard price is around six fifty or six hundred. But they do have some. Um, they do have some promos that if you're gonna buy two shirts at one um, one checkout, you'll have a free shirt, courtesy of them, like mm. a, a one-up mushroom shirt. So there yeah, um, they have. All, I think yeah, they have a lot of um, notable shirt designs here, like you know um, the ones for uh, for Resident Evil. They have some smart-looking shirts there. Also. Uh, they have Metal Gear shirts, which is kind of rare here in the Philippines. Mm. And also Street Fighter shirts, which is cool. So, yeah, be sure to check it out. Also, threadless.com, I cannot uh, stress this more because they have a lot of cool designs there. Brought to you by a lot of designers from uh, uh -huh. the world. So be sure to yeah. check that out also. They have shirts ranging from um, 20 to probably the lowest is 13 bucks. I know it's mm. already over, but they announced a sale this weekend during Thanksgiving. So hopefully they still sell those thirteen dollars shirts because they're they're Is good. this the same site that yeah. had the Under Armour Captain America shirts? I think it's that one um, different. I guess maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they have? Yeah. Well, third probably a cross promotion. Because well, Under Armour is is a brand here in the U.S. They, like a sporting they, brand, they, like they athletic have, gear. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they released a line of superhero t-shirts. Maybe mm. that's what you're talking about? 
Yeah. Like so, have, so it's not. It, oh. They have a Captain America T-shirt, like literally the chest of Captain America and like Iron Man <laughs> and. Oh no no, cool that one's uh, Under Armour. I th I think they have a different project for that one. But mm, uh, Threadless also has some joint Marvel projects on the way. Like mostly, Threadless is like a site for uh, artists to design and submit um, shirt designs for mm -hmm. people to actually vote, which will go in print. Mm -hmm. So it's you can actually um, join up on this site if you have the design cahoots or design ability. Okay. To design mm -hmm. your own shirts, and you know, who knows, your shirt design will be voted to be in print, and it, some royalties oh. will. You know, I mean, right. you, you will recommend. receive some royalties out of that. One. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, right now um, they have a joyous Cyber Monday promo with ten dollar tees and forty percent off of other um, shirts and items. That's not bad. Ten bucks. This is here in the Philippines. Yeah. I don't need to have it shipped from US or anywhere. I think I, I think Phil Bars um, imports some shirts from Threadless from from, oh, cool. from time to time. Nice. So they have Threadless shirts there. But only in nice. Phil Bars, so it's kind of a, All right. it's a it's a hunt for those shirts. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving on to number two. Number two. Uh, my second recommendation. Yeah, number two, um, Steam <laughs> Wallet gift cards. So of yes. course for the for the PC gamers with Definitely. you, um, you can give them Steam Wallet gift cards available in select um, store <laughs> branches. In this case, um, here in Data Blitz, they also sell Steam Wallet cards. In the US, you can buy them online or in several GameStop um, branches, right? And I think so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you can actually buy gift cards ranging from five dollars to fifty dollars. Quick question: um, If I buy yeah, a, um, a Steam wallet here in the Philippines and I give it to my little brother who's in the Middle East, will he be able to use it, or do I need to get a dollar Steam wallet? I think it. Um, I have no idea. Hmm. It might be region locked. Maybe or I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. But I do sure. advise that you just give him a Steam Wallet code online instead of you know buying online. it locally. Right. Mm. Or no, I mean locally in stores. Or okay. what you can do is you can I don't know if you can like log into a, I don't know if you guys are using two separate accounts or if you're using the same Steam account because I think what uh. you can do is if you're using the same Steam account and you like load mm. it up on on your computer you can buy the game that he wants and then you can it's basically in your library so uh, once he like yeah, logs yeah. in he has right. that game mm, yeah makes sense yeah makes definitely sense. that's that's the best way you have to do okay. that either way i can ask him for his and... password and stuff yeah we're close <laughs> <laughs> i do that Okay. So anyway, moving on to number three, number three. Um, Amiibo figures. So Amiibo. Nintendo actually um, started this um, toy craze. Actually, it's um, Skylanders. Skylanders. Toy craze where you can actually use your figures in certain video games. So Nintendo mm. follows that same route with Amiibo figures. So Amiibo figures is um, figures about 
Nintendo characters, which you can also mm-hmm. use in your uh, Wii U or 3DS system, which huh? can also uh, no, uh, no, uh, save your data for that specific character. Like for example, what? if you have a Mario Amiibo figure uh-huh. to use on your Smash Brothers game, you can actually level up that figure and oh. have this customized settings or customized experience points that you can How do you... attach to that figure. How do you in insert? Is he, is he like a memory card, or it's kind of like read the data? Uh, it's like an external platform. I think they use, yeah, yeah. I think they use NFC technology to actually, um, like communicate the amiibo figure to your controller or 3DS. So 3DS has this enabled <laughs> NFC reader uh-huh. that you can use, so that you can link your amiibo to to your 3DS. And in Wii U, you have either a what do you call this, a NFC adapter by Nintendo, uh-huh. or through your gamepad, through your Wii U gamepad. Something so like that. you'll just place this figurine on top of your Nintendo 3DS, and it will read it for you. Is that how it works? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Oh, Hold on one second. Exactly Hold on one it. second. I'm gonna link a an image here so Robert can see it. That is high tech. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Not really, but yeah. I mean, the figure Sloan is very collectible. Oh, and now I see it. Thank you. Not okay. all, yeah, and I think this thing has the right, um, like the right, um, direction going on for it mm-hmm. also because they have a powerful lineup, which includes mm-hmm. Marvel. So their their figures also looks interesting to collect. Yeah, yeah. like the. What is the Disney Infinity 3.0 figures? Mm-hmm. They're they're basically like amiibo figures that you mm-hmm. can where they're you can like actually use Marvel. them. Yeah, in the game. Wow. Yeah, but How what's for... really um, what's really interesting in the amiibo is, it expensive? Line is that they also feature other players in um, in other games like Sonic and Mega Man. Mm. So yeah. I think an amiibo yeah. figure here in the Philippines costs around the regular price of seven hundred pesos per figure. Mm. Okay, well, some some rarer ones for are much pricier. Um, in the US, yeah, yeah. And it's actually a good uh, amiibo uh, figures cost about thirteen dollars on average here in the oh. US. not too bad. Not too no, bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. They have, been like rare amiibo figures like this. You no, know, um. Gold Mar- like they have variations of other figures too, like golden Mario, Silver Mario, Ooh. some other rare gems like this you know, Japanese Rock Man. I mean this Japanese version <laughs> of Mega Man new <laughs> figure that they call that they're gonna call Rock Man on the on the box. Awesome. Mm. But yeah, they have right now I think the most popular and the most rarest. Yeah, I mean the most popular amiibo figures to look out for is Link. Obviously, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, the usual Mar- Mario and Kirby. So those those three are one of the top, um, most you know um, in demand, most popular amiibo figure. Yeah. And yeah, speaking of amiibo, uh, Disney Infinity also has a Black Friday promo, which I don't know if it's already over. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're so. going to yeah, let I think it it's already over. <laughs> Cyber Monday. So they might come back with a Cyber Monday sale too. Yeah, I hope so. But they do have some 
they also have some discounts on on amiibo figures. I mean, on their infinity figures. And yeah. Anyway, moving on. Number four number for four. my recommended um, gift for mm -hmm. the gamer friend is actually a peripheral. It's the Steel Series Sensei Raw. So Steel this is a gaming series. mouse that you. Yeah, this is actually one of the best gaming not the gaming mice that you can actually buy for you, for yourself or for your gamer friends. It, so it's uh, I, it's. Uh -huh. Yep. Yep. What is it, Robert? Well, what makes this different from the really expensive, uh, you know, the Alienware mouse and the other Razer mouses? Well, um. For starters, this is one of the most basic-looking mice you can actually see, but it ha you know, um, it's it's what's inside of that um, mouse that's important because uh, it's it's precise. It's you know, um, it has the right buttons. I mean, the right set of buttons that you probably just need for for most of the games, like uh, first-person shooters. It's not that. It, it doesn't have many buttons like mm -hmm. the one with the Razer Naga, but yeah. enough for yeah. you to you know to get a good mouse. And its actual ergonomic design is good for your hand, so it doesn't really sprain your hand that much when you use it in, you know, in long periods of time. Mm. And yeah, I mean it's it's been recommended <laughs> by pro gamers. Esports yeah. endorsed. It's a, it, it's a yeah esports. <laughs> it's a great mouse. I mean, I bought it um, I think months ago for Mike's as a gift oh. for his birthday, oh, and nice. to this day, yeah, oh. he actually he he still uses the mouse. It's very durable. It's very nice. It's very How much you buy it for here? I think it's around three thousand, if I'm not mistaken. Oh wow! Around three thousand pesos. Price point in the U.S. It's fifty-four dollars. Here in the US, <laughs> price point. Yeah, that's a so gift with basically, love. Yeah. yeah, with TLC. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> so Fair. anyway, um, moving on to the final recommendation. Number five. Um, yeah, number five. Number five. <laughs> a gaming console of your choice, or for the PC gamers, a brand new video card. So this a brand is like new video card is the great. the highest or the most expensive <laughs> thing I can suggest for you guys. If you have gamer friends who doesn't have this console, that they wanted for some reason then give it to him like a ps4 or an xbox one or you know a wii u or probably something old like i don't know a sega genesis if they still <laughs> sega genesis <laughs> but I love those. yeah i mean love those. it's it's one of the things that you want to to have as a gamer yeah. a gaming mm -hmm. console i mean it may but, not miss you know if yeah. you're yeah but if you're like me and you're you're a pc guy then why not give the gift of a new video card? What's right. the best you know, video uh, card? Something... Uh, it's not about being the best, but I don't know. I, for me, it's most about it's mostly about price and performance <laughs> issues, mm. like price the point. balance of having the right card with both a good price and a good performance. Yeah. So more like bang for so, your buck kind of but, thing. See, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be high end. It doesn't have to be um, too much. Like, I don't know, it, it it really depends on the person. Yeah. All right. Um, I know. 
as of now, uh, some of the best video cards available is the GeForce GTX 980. Jeez, and yeah, I don't know how much it costs right now, but um, hold on, let me check. Is this a Titan? I'm so looking right at it, you know the top five, but I don't know if no, they're no, it's, it's good a, bang for buck or whatever. It's, it, you know. it's different for from the Titan. The Titan's much more expensive. This one's more because uh, I think what they did with the Titan is uh, they cater to the more hardcore and or I know um, enthusiast groups, but the mm -hmm. GTX 980 it's more of the you know the usual uh, market PC gaming. Right. Well, I think uh, for a GTX 90 uh, for for a GTX 980 with a four gig DDR5 um, graphics card, you can get it. For you know, around thirty to thirty-one thousand, depending on the brand you actually uh, buy from it. Mm. So yeah, so something like that, Damn, like a thirty thousand price. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, that's gonna be one yeah, hell but, of a um, gift. <laughs> that's piece of gaming for you. <laughs> like man, you gotta be really uh, good friends with yeah, him. Yeah, that's. <laughs> you gotta love that, love that guy, love him, <laughs> love him yeah. lots. Like, to give that, <laughs> it could be for yourself. That could be like a Christmas gift for yourself. That's so, yeah, what about? Give me two. Mm -hmm. So what about you guys? I mean, what are your recommended um, items for your geek friends or your otaku or weeaboo friends? So who's gonna? Be oh, the you next am? guy who's gonna? Uh, all right, for, uh, uh, I'm gonna go for it. I'm actually, well, I'm gonna break the rules a little. I know we talked about mm -hmm. doing top five, but I want to do. An honorable mention like top and honorable mention bottom in terms uh, of price uh, point. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. price point. Um, uh, I'm just gonna kind of okay. take it off of uh, what Migs just said about you know gamer shirts because I mean gaming and geek related things can be can be different. Uh, I mean it's pretty much the same thing rather. Yeah. Because um, mm -hmm. for for t-shirts, well actually for for geeks in general first, it's it may be a little bit difficult to, you know, pinpoint, you know, I can give you a list of different things that you can buy for people, but it, it really ultimately depends on what they're into. What are they, what are they geeks about? What are they passionate about? Mm. So, um, honorable mention mm -hmm. for the bottom, like the cheapest, I think, but coolest thing you can buy your, your geek friends is a, a geek shirt. And a lot of websites actually support that kind of, um, kind of like threads where it's like they do um, designers do a lot of like mashup t-shirts where it's like oh let's say it's Calvin and Hobbes mixed with Star Wars or something yeah, um, yeah. so you see a lot of shirts <laughs> like that and I'm gonna list I'm gonna throw in a list really quickly of um, websites that you guys can go through and just look through really quick um, first is Redbubble next is T Fury mm -hmm. Threadless like as mentioned, Ooh, uh, yeah, mentioned earlier, yeah. Designed by Humans is also yeah. one. They actually do, Designed by Humans actually yeah, yeah, does, um, what do you call this, like licensed, um, like art competitions for like certain things. So like I remember a few months back they had like a mm. Diablo theme competition. So if you want like somewhat licensed stuff, yeah. so it's kind of like, like a little bit above, you know, what you'd normally get from like a store. So it's not just like a threadless, cheesy art yeah. comer, it's, it's, like an art like cover. It's like a mm. better threadless. Style. Yeah. It's basically the threadless site. You also have T Turtle and like Ripped Apparel. So, those are just a few sites that you oh, guys can go check mm -hmm. out really quick. 
Um, price point does change. It kind of varies depending on which website you go to. The cheapest one I believe you can go to is T Fury. Now T Fury, T Fury is a little bit different because T Fury basically has they they sell their shirts for ten bucks, but their rule is mm. their shirts they only sell one shirt per day, and it's only up what? for sale for twenty four hours. Oh, one shirt per day. Oh, you know, they come out with one design kind of per like day. Like a flash sale. Yeah, it's a flash sale every day. So. It makes every shirt limited edition because you can only Oof. buy for that day, and after that, it's gone. That's intense. Yeah. T Fury once a day and ten dollars, <laughs> but twenty four hours available. It's only on sale for twenty four hours, unless you want to go like a random bag, in which case you can maybe get lucky. But for the most part, you mm -hmm. know everything else is kind of like twelve bucks to like fourteen to like twenty five. Um, really depends on you know what, what what design you you end up finding, but. Yeah, just some quick mentions yeah. for, for t-shirts. And uh, I'm going to move on to my number one on my list, which is, uh, you know... Number one! Two. <laughs> number one! <laughs> okay, so the number one thing that I would recommend for, for geeks, I, I feel like it, this, this number one slot actually may not just be for geeks. I think it's just for people who love you know, doing things like these. I, I, I just kind of like imagine like someone with a geek mindset can appreciate mm -hmm. this even if they're uh -huh. like not that geeky, not that geeky at all. And the first one on my list is going to be, uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's basically a card game. And the top two that I have on mm -hmm. my list for card games would be Cards Against Humanity and Exploding yep, Kittens. Yep. So, exploding Kitties? What's that? <laughs> so basically... Exploding Kitties. Exploding Kitties is basically... <laughs> I think Exploding Kitties is like a game where you just basically draw cards until you you basically get an exploding cat mm. or something unless one of the cards that you have <laughs> is literally like a diffuse kit or something in which case you, you get to keep drawing. So it's just like literally a really it's like a dopey yeah. game. Um, I, I have I, I I played that game just I mean once and yeah. Do they have that in Puzzles Mix? I mean, two friends doing that again. They have it in Puzzles Mix? Yeah, yeah, in Puzzles. Oh, they do. Nice. Yeah. You you guys got to like a video of that because I have not played it, but it sounds amazing. It was an interesting game, but I think it would be better if it's played with three to four people instead of two people. Gotcha. It's not that of a forgiving game if you're just playing... Right, if it's just like alternating, right? One one, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Is there true. a game it's similar to, or it's unique, or to exploding kittens? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Not, not really. I mean, it's kind of just like luck of the draw kind of thing. So it's really you just drawing random cards yeah. is what it feels like, or it does something else. I mean, um, there's actually another game. Uh, I think it's called Flux. Flux is also an interesting uh game that you guys can um. You know, like anyone can like pick up, and um, mm -hmm. uh, flux is basically. Yeah. Imagine it this way: it's a continuously, the rules of the game continuously change depending on what cards you play. So let's say mm -hmm. one one of the um, one of the um, sorry, one of like one of the rules is you play your entire hand every turn, so that oh. you have to like do that <laughs> like every turn you play your whole hand, but let's say mm -hmm. one of the other rules that's in play is like you get to only you know draw one card mm. um, I see yeah but you know flux 
It's it's just like a yeah. continuously changing, evolving game. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting, cause you know I think that's a current trend that's going on for K for games. We're no longer into board games as much. It's not like um, Monopoly. Uh, what's that? The Monopoly card game. Oh yeah, there they is got, that too. Yeah, <laughs> they they got Cards Against Humanity now. They they got so many kind of card games now. I think that's really good too. Uh, how much do these cost on average, Ems? Um, Flux Flux is about the same. I think it's like fourteen to twenty. Um, oh, but Flux nice. actually goes by uh, by theme. Um, like you, there's like a Batman okay. one, and then there's a you know just a regular Flux one where it's just like you know generic stuff. But there's really mm-hmm. a lot of like card games out there. Like I can name a couple more, <laughs> but this might this list might go on and on. But actually, there is one. Maybe there's one more title that I want to like add in. Um, it's called Gloom. Gloom is O O M double O. Gloom, yeah, I, I actually played Gloom. It's actually good. Oh, you played Gloom? Yeah, what this is, is the this one gloom? with the with the family yep. you're trying to kill, yep. and you need to kill <laughs> them very, very morbidly yeah. for you to call to have points. Whoa. Think of, <laughs> that was think, a fun right? game. Think, think about it this that way. Is, think about it this way, Robert. For for you to win, you want your family to be depressed as fuck, like crazy. What? You want them to be depressed <laughs> before you kill them. If you kill, you kill them, them. Oh, because God. if you just kill them, they don't that, they don't cost anything. It doesn't so let you beat. Yeah. So the, this is worse than Cards Against Humanity. I mean, this is just downright yeah, morbid. Yeah. But yeah, here's the thing. There's a level of complexity. Um, that goes with uh-huh. this. Um, for Cards Against Humanity, it's very easy to pick up. Like literally, you buy the yep, deck, yep. you sit down with people, explain to them like yeah. what the objective is, and it's a very simple objective. Mm-hmm. Like one player is going mm-hmm. to play as like. But this one has turns. Decision, yeah. yeah. You, there's some strategy involved. Yeah. For mm-hmm. for Gloom, there's there's storytelling. That like, uh, the way the way that it works is basically like, oh, I'm introducing my family. And mm-hmm. like you're int- you're gonna introduce your family, like your other player is gonna introduce. Your <laughs> I remember family. that you have to tell a story. Yeah, there has to be a story. You can't, a bit of you can't just play a card. But like every card is actually like a part of a narrative. So like let's say, oh yeah, this the name of um, let's say this guy is like I don't know Alfred the Butler or something. Sorry Alfred, but um, let's say like oh <laughs> like, like he uh, mm. falls down the stairs or something like that and he gets like. I don't know two depression points or something, but lost his hand. Uh, like lost clown. his hand from a clown axe. Um, <laughs> man, that's Whoa. like gotta shoot up on the depression level. But uh, yeah, but basically <laughs> that's the idea. Yeah. But then other players can choose to play a card that makes a person happier. So let's say mm-hmm. like Alfred the Butler. Oh, yeah. he also like found this like really beautiful flower outside, so he gets a little bit happier. So you decrease oh, a little okay. bit on points. So now what yeah, happens? That's, that's a bad thing. Actually, yeah, that's a bad thing. You. you don't want them to be happy. It's called gloom for a reason. It's not called happy. Uh, but killing, oh, killing the person, killing you know like a member of your family means that the the points is locked. So let's say you're like the like 20 points mm. on depression and then you kill that character that's locked mm. like they can't touch that anymore they can't get any happier because they're already dead mm-hmm. so yeah there's some strategy some storytelling it's very interesting it's a very actually the, like the card design for for this game is actually beautiful i mean the way they design the cards yeah. because they use transparent cards yeah 
mm -hmm. and you get to actually just place those um, effect cards on top to yeah. to like reflect yeah like on the, the, the new on stats. The status of yeah. each family the member the new count you get to see it that's so that's cool. how you tally your your points yeah. instead of tokens yeah there's no token system mm, or whatever cool. you just look at the top card and it's like oh that's how much points i get from him that's really yeah. clever so the transparent cards you place them on top of each other you don't need to shuffle it again you just one look you know how many points you've got yep nice yeah Nice. Yeah, it's Dude, fun. we should right. definitely go to puzzles later. <laughs> yeah, that's the next <laughs> next thing you guys need to play. Ask <laughs> um, Chester. If you really want to yeah, it's like it's it's right it's now. fun. It's fun. Try it when you're drunk. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then videotape Screw it. Screw it. I'm already got one good card game idea to buy. All right, boom. Okay. All right. Um. All right. Number two. Number two. Okay, moving on. <laughs> this is we're just gonna carry that on for this for this episode, <laughs> or every time we do a countdown. Yeah. Um, so on my number two list, it's uh, I recommend getting a Kodobukiya art FX statue. Now, these vary a little, like depending on um, depending on you know what they're what your friends are into. So if they're like for the most part. Kotobukiya does a like DC comics and Marvel comics statues so you do get uh -huh. quite the variety of them and um, for me price point like um, in terms of gifting you can get a statue that's sized at about about 7.9 by 4 by 2 inches and weighs like 1.3 pounds mm -hmm. it's about Wow, all right. Like, <laughs> that's as tall as I'm <laughs> sorry, I just like Googled that. Um, he, he loves he loves these Kodobuki. I actually do love these things. They're 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 like well, they're cheaper, but they look they look nice. Like Kodobukiya statues are like really are really high grade. Like I really love the way that they make them. Like yeah. Like on my desk right now, I actually have a Kodobukiya um New 52 Batman statue standing in the center of all my different toys that are in my office. Ooh. Well, not in Ooh. my office. I don't Ooh. have an office. We should <laughs> we should actually do something like uh what's in your desktop um photo gallery feature. Oh my Don't don't ask you know, me. Wait. Mine looks <laughs> wait, my oh, desktop. Right. <laughs> yeah, I already saw that. <laughs> Jesus. It's a mess. <laughs> But yeah, um, these statues, imagine they're about like eight inches tall. It's like one eighth, mm. one tenth scale model. So yeah, if that. Almost like ruler. Yeah, maybe, almost like yeah. ruler height, a little bit shorter. But like these things vary. On average, you get these at about 25 to about $40. Um, you can, like, mm, uh, Kotobukiya okay. does have like bigger statues. So let's say the Hulkbuster, that's a little bit more pricier. So Whoa. I think you get that at like a hundred, hundred. 20, like they have other statues that's a little bit you know more higher end so you do have that option you know but i figured i mm. would introduce the um the lower level first because that's okay, the more affordable okay. one and then you got that um that options um okay so moving on to number three <laughs> for number three okay by the way the kotobukiya statues you can get that from amazon um, as well as all the cool, card cool. games that I mentioned earlier. Uh, moving on, number three, <laughs> it's the R2-D2 USB card charger. I figured I'd throw in a... Actually, I threw in two Star Wars-related um, uh, gift ideas on on, uh, on my list because, you know, 
Star Wars is coming up, so a lot of your Star Wars geek friends are probably like, you know, pissing mm-hmm. themselves because yeah. they're like so stoked for it. Mm-hmm. So I figure, why not? Mm-hmm. So the R2D2 USB car charger. Imagine having your very own R2D2 droid in your cup holder when you're driving in the morning, and you basically use it to charge up your phone. So it's kind of just like having that that uh, that companion, and it's actually funny because when it's hooked up, the uh, the yeah. R2D2. Um, car charger actually like moves around too like there's a it moves around yeah there's like a light and it like moves around that's good yeah i'll send you guys a link like really quick it's just Just there i mean stationarily in your like cup holder Uh, it's in a cup holder yeah you put in your cup holder holder. yeah but it moves around um there's a video on that link that i sent you guys but uh but yes for those of you who can't see the video, when it's hooked mm-hmm. up to your car, like obviously it's it it has power, so it's able to like you know it lights up and it moves around a little, turns its head, it's, you know, mm-hmm. kind of helping you navigate in your mind. Like you know, you can play your, oh, yeah. you know, your fantasies as you drive. Wait, I like oh. it. I, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> and it is really high tech looking. Actually, it's not just. You know, it yeah, lights it's not up just and like yeah. its head turns. I think it. Yeah. The only thing missing here is that yeah, it talks a bit. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can pr- play cute. in everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more for like you know, like, like all really... it's missing is like a hologram feature. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. Maybe that's on the next <laughs> one. It... Okay, so I'm gonna move on to my yeah, number four but, slot. But oh, sorry. Forty dollars, right? I'm looking at forty dollars. Yeah, it's forty dollars. Sorry, makes you 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 were gonna say. Say something. Are we gonna show? Hmm? Wait, no, 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 I think you got this. One. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Number four. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's getting kind of old now. Getting kind of old. Okay, moving on. Number four. Um, so number four, I have a subscription um listed on here. It's for um, it's called Marvel Unlimited, and it's basically a membership. The price point that I'm going to mention right now is for an annual subscription. So you're basically like you can gift this to a friend. Like for a year, they can uh, they have access to basically it's it's like instant streaming access to like about I don't know seventeen thousand Marvel comics. The whole Marvel library. Basically, yeah. the Marvel archive. I'm like looking at their website. I don't really know this off the top of my head. Um, so I'm just gonna go down like the benefits of having the um, the annual plus program. Um, so for annual plus mm-hmm. program, you get like I said, the instant streaming access to 17,000 Marvel comics um, on your mobile devices too. So like iPhone, iPad, Android devices, and web, you get full access to that. Um, not only that, you get mm-hmm. merchandise deals for members only, like exclusive deals and whatnot. Um, you get those, and you get an exclusive limited edition Hasbro. Marvel Legends rescue figure mm. that's not available mm. anywhere else. Mm. Trying to be all exclusive and shit. Um, and you okay. also get three exclusive variant comics for Invincible Iron Man number one, Captain America White number one, Agent Carter Shield 50th anniversary number one issue with connecting covers by mm. Paul Renault. Um, aside from that, you also get oh. the exclusive Shield and Agent Carter two pin collectible set. A personalized Marvel Unlimited Plus membership card, because you know you gotta you gotta have that badge. Wow, to, that's a know. membership card. Yeah, you gotta represent. Yeah. You gotta represent. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess for a one hundred dollar subscription with these goodies, it's 
really quite a steal. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah. For it's for the. Perfect, it's, it's the perfect gift for the Marvel for the fan, Marvel absolutely. Because not only that, you also get yeah. invites to incredible members only events, so like exclusive events, and you have, uh, I believe, it's oh. bigger discounts. So it's fifteen percent off digital comics and collect collections, mm. and ten percent off Marvel merchandise. <laughs> you so, know yeah. what? Um, <laughs> I really think that DC is missing on these kind of, um, you know, um, merchandise subscription plans that Marvel is doing because right now they aren't really that much into on. I mean, I don't know digital distribution. No, they're really not. As, you know, as focused as Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, I think goes. because Marvel is. I mean, it's a fairly new Moving on thing, right? Age. I think it's because yeah. it's they've transitioned into Disney that you know they have a little bit more yeah. of that 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 firepower. You know what I mean? Because like Disney has, is, I guess, a little bit more knowledgeable in terms of like distribution. Because the like the the way that the company set up is like they're really big on digital distribution. Like that's how they get you know a lot of their their content around for like different countries is through digital distribution so i think because marvel entered within the uh, disney family i think they were that's what that's one of the main things they did was to make sure that their viewers and their audience well basically their audience has that capability yeah if so they choose to mm. wow mm. <laughs> sorry i just anyway, said like about to that anyways yeah. that uh, for one year of the Marvel Unlimited subscription is worth a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Whoa! But it's for a year, and oh. it's for every single thing yeah. that I just said. Every single He'll thing. remember you for yeah. the entire year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then next year he's gonna ask for another the another subscription. So it's the hundred every year. So think yeah. of it as sort of like a really expensive gym membership <laughs> for your friend. That's good money spent. <laughs> Yeah, your friend. especially it if they... I mean, it's much more cheaper than the gaming console or the brand new video card, I guess. That's so, <laughs> especially if it's like their biggest passion point. If it's their biggest passion point, I say yeah. go for it. And last yeah. but... My yeah. last uh, number... Number five! Number five! Thank you for, for backing <laughs> that one up. <laughs> it's the... Uh, of course, it has to be Star Wars. Um, it's the uh, Sphero BB-8 app-enabled droid. And I believe... Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually saw it in a hub store. It's actually, well, pretty incredible for a... They for have a it at hubs? Droid. Yeah, wow. they have it at hubs. Actually, I saw it on a Greenbelt 5 Branch hub store. How much? It's How much? Cool. This thing is... <laughs> 13,000 here. This thing is... <laughs> this thing is not 13K. cheap. Over here, it costs $150. Yeah. $150. This thing <laughs> pretty is pretty much like that one, I guess. Yeah? That's slightly like 30, 000, cheaper. Yeah. It's not it's not No, nah, I don't think so. It's it's brand <laughs> new, man. It's it's actually not just a toy. It's actually a real It's robot. like a real droid that you can play around with your phone mm. or your droid device or your any device, I think. But yeah, it's it's just fun to to have for like the true fan out there. Like I'm sure like especially a Star Wars fan out there, like I'm sure if you got them this, they would yeah. flip out. I think this is, I think this is a droid that actually has the hologram thing going on, like the ones you see at Obi Wan Kenobi. Williams oh, it does. Kind of I did not know about that. Yeah, oh, it uh, does. It in, does. In the app, yeah, it has a actually, projector. It, it, it actually has an AR feature yeah, 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 that yeah. you can do that, and you oh, can actually cool. record yourself for the hollow to appear. That is so sick. Oh, okay, so I can, I can imagine mm -hmm. why it would be a hundred and fifty. I can, 
I can imagine that. It's cool. It's cool. Like it's I no said, toy. it's a robot. It's a, it ain't for kids. This is the droid you are looking for. It ain't for, for kids. Saying the the droid that yeah. the kids deserve, but I mean, um, for the most part, you know, like these, there's always there's always going to be an equivalent of this for like the you know like what your what whatever other things your friends are into. So like this is this leads up to my other honorable mentions for like the top price point stuff. Um, let's say your friend is into Marvel and not really Star Wars, although Star Wars is Marvel now, but oh, not Marvel, but Disney. Mm-hmm. But let's say they're into Marvel. You can get them the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase One, uh, like Blu-ray box set, and that costs two hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and it comes with like a a very sleek uh, briefcase that comes with a tesseract. Ooh. Just to you know, it's wow, kind of like right. a That's why. <laughs> yeah, like no, like tesseract. I killed, I killed you guys. Uh, hold on, let me link it to you guys just so you guys can see it. And I'm gonna move on to other stuff too. Um, I mean, there's also the X-Men Adamantium Collection, the limited collector's edition version. Wow, there's like a lot of description on this one. But yeah, you basically you get a cutout of Wolverine's hand with like his claws sticking out on a wall. Or you can also get them the Star Ooh, Wars Complete cool. Saga for a little bit, you know, it's a little bit more cheaper. It's like $89. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> for, for I mean, along with a Blu-ray, you and get if, a nice. Actually, if you are a, a Wolverine fan, it would be a yeah, good, yeah. Well, figure related decoration fan. You, you kind of just have that little cool. It's, it's you know, it's always kind of nice for collectors. Like they would love that. Like mm-hmm. if you are really like if they're really geeking out about something and having a physical figure or any collectible of that franchise. That is that is gold. That is gold to any geeks out there. That is my golden tip to everyone. If you plan on gifting yeah. your geek <laughs> friends, and that is right. it for my suggestions. Robert, take it away. Okay. Right. Uh, sure, sure. Well, well, Robert number one. Number <laughs> 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 Well, the interesting bit is actually. Um, everything you discussed, Ems, is kind of similar to what otakus or <laughs> anime fans would love to have too. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just going to give a few guidelines, yeah. really. And then I'll name what would work for me. Yeah. Um, one guideline, as you mentioned, Ems, is find out what they are interested in. So, if you know they're an anime fan, don't go out buying One Piece or Naruto or, uh. or yeah, Bleach just, just right away just because it's popular. Uh, ask them. Yeah, be a better researcher. What? Yeah, research yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Find out what anime they like, because I tell you now, not all otaku's, not all anime fans agree with each other. Everyone has their own opinions. That's true. Some like yeah. classic <laughs> animes. Some love the modern yeah. ones. I mean, well, once you find that, just move on to the same steps. Well, number one, this will never really go out of popularity. Figurines. Figurines. Uh, Figurines, yeah, whether it's Marvel or anime, uh, people just love that. The price range is still up there, but it's not as expensive as um, superhero figurines, <laughs> to be honest. You know, uh, you could get a oh, really, really cheap, oh. a really, really cheap uh, Otaku uh, yeah, or yeah, anime yeah, uh, figurine um, from what we call a, a Gashapon. 
the gachapon would only cost you about three bucks or, or five bucks. It's really cheap. <laughs> yeah. Gachapon, they're like really mini, tiny figurines. They come out of a some sort of circular oh the little uh, egg things container the egg things. capsules yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. okay capsules so you, capsule you, toys you, you in general exactly Let, let's say you got we a group of friends just get them all right gacha now the gift guide it, it, it will work another thing that anime lovers are just into especially the girls they love plushies we're talking about the cute little tiny stuffed toys and those are for cheap too you can get you can find them at comic alley or any other uh, anime related bazaar around mm. I'd say five bucks yeah. it's not that expensive wow. to get plushies so that's it for the you know if you're on a budget you want to get some really cheap gifts I'd say those two plushies and figurines if you've got the cash or let's say you're in love with this girl that loves anime I would find out what she likes and then if you find out that the anime has a sword any kind of sword, then get her the sword. Her sword. <laughs> get her the sword. <laughs> she will love you for that. She, um, this one site I'm looking at, it's called AnimeSwordsKatana.com. Oh, Anime Swords oh yeah, I heard about that one. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, cool. Not all swords are expensive. I'm looking at one sword here that only costs 40 bucks. Uh, that's around 2,000 pesos. That's yeah. decent enough and just find out what anime she loves because the thing of anime um, a lot of animes have swords you got Bleach you got One Piece you got Samurai X and I'll tell you now I love Samurai X I love Rooney Kenshin if you get me a sword there I want the Sakuba to the reverse <laughs> edge I go crazy for that I mean that's the dream for anime lovers to get a real life sword that's around 2000 to 5000 budget uh, otherwise, another thing you can get is uh, the n- figurines. There are some more expensive ones, such as the Nendoroid Saitama. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> if you don't know anything about anime, a lot of anime lovers are into One Punch right now. Anything yeah. One Punch Man related. Yes. One Punch Man. <laughs> uh, either, I mean, I was thinking if I have a friend that loves One Punch Man and I know he would really love me for this, I could get him a bicycle. And then he'd ask, why you get me a bicycle? Now you can be like Moomin Rider. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we actually met like Thursday when, when, that, when that breaking and ring was happening. Uh, Robert came mm-hmm. to us in a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's inspirational yeah, yeah. to get something that's anime related. Wearing a crash helmet? If you know they're... Yeah. And the goggles. <laughs> And if you if you if you know they're into cosplay, then get them something that would complete their cosplay getup. They love to get yeah. a gift such as a shoe, a shirt, pants, or even just uh, an item that would be anime cosplay related. Like I know someone who wanted to cosplay as a Keyblade Master, and I got her a Keyblade that All was right. self-made. Ooh, yeah. Cool. Maybe. Oh really? Not that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I just hired a carpenter to make it for me. It's a wooden keyblade. <laughs> so that's pretty much it for my anime-related gifts. Make sure it's straight from the heart, related to what they like. Don't just go out getting what's popular. But if you need to know, One Punch Man. That's what's popular nowadays. Ooh, okay. 
All right, that, I think uh, that wraps up our feature topics. Yeah. <laughs> topics. Yeah. So, I guess we can close this podcast with the local news minute. Give it up for MLK, <laughs> our first local news. Local news. All right. What's happening in LA? Well, it's not really. It's not LA related, but it it was a post from uh, the New York Post. So, according to New mm-hmm. York Post, okay. they're, <laughs> they're saying that people having sex with ho- horses is on the rise in Switzerland. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? You, gotta, Why? you guys gotta just see this. Just see the photo and then you'll you'll what? see. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine have they run out of people? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's not yeah. enough not enough holes to plug it in. Gosh, I don't know. People, the horse is screaming, people. oh my god! <laughs> what the heck? I know, like, PETA is probably going to be on a cliff on this one. Oh. But this is going to, to be our cover for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, good. I'm still going to get it. It needs this cover. The horse is screaming, I can it's see like it. It's like holiday yeah. gifts for, for your friends and loved ones. Fucking horse face right there, just having, <laughs> having a good time. Uh, I'm reading here. Ten thousand yeah. people. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Ed. Well, it says uh, more Swiss people are having sex with horses, according to a sickening new report. There were 105 cases of the maltreatment of horses in Switzerland in uh, 2014, 10 percent of which involved people having sex with them, according to Tier uh, wow. Recht, an animal welfare. Ten percent. That's still a lot. That's if you ask me. a lot. Yeah. So apparently, there is an estimate of 110,000 horses living on 18,000 Swiss farms. Experts estimate that 10,000 people in Switzerland are predisposed to zoophilia, according to the uh, 20 Minuten newspaper. (laughs) Yeah. So overall, there were 17,000, no, 1,709 incidents of abuse against animals in Switzerland in 2014. Up from 1,542 from the previous year, according to the said um, animal welfare group. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, horses out there. That's, that's the most disturbing sick. local news we have. Sick <laughs> people out there. I do apologize uh, if it's not yeah. gaming news, but, you know. <laughs> it's okay. It has but to be mentioned. Damn. But, yeah. Oof. So don't feel weird when you... Uh... Anyway. <laughs> uh, on, on the yeah. other hand, here in the Philippines, we have some farmers who are guilty of doing it with chickens or, or their cocks. Like yeah, roosters. Yeah. I, I remember roosters. that. Like, literally cocks. on drugs or something? Or it's just that horny? <laughs> or the, both. The reasoning is there or aren't both. enough people. And I'm like, that's still yeah. not excuse enough to go Probably do it with a chicken. some sick reason. Like, chicks to pray. Kailangan tong yan, chicks to eat. Oh, God. And, 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 and that would be a shame if it actually fits in a chicken. You know, it should not go in a chicken. God. Chicks on chicks. Please don't imagine it. Chicks on chicks. It's going to be worse. Chicks are chicks. How'd you mix? What's the. But just spe- speaking of local news here in the Philippines, um, Raptor.com reports that, you know, um, that Rodrigo Duterte. Um, mm. <laughs> kind of admits that he is a womanizer. So this mm-hmm. uh, president, what do you call this, president-elect or candidate, presidential candidate, um, actually... Yeah, he's pretty popular. He's the number one yeah. leading right now in the surveys for the next president <laughs> in the Philippines. Yeah, so he admits that he has like two wives and additionally he also has two girlfriends. 
What? He, he has two wives? Is he Muslim? Yeah, yes. I guess so, because he's in Davao City anyways. So, oh, okay. that's what he said, that he admits that he has, that he's a womanizer, and if you want me for president, you need to know who I really am. So, that's what he said. So, he's so, coming clean I mean, because, a lot. so you can't use that dirt on him. That's a good move. Uh, yeah, I guess end. so. But, you know, uh, this is something of, uh, I don't know if it's a good thing, because um, a lot of people are now rooting for him because he's he has he's a honest. good... I mean, he's not a good, but a popular uh, thing going on in Davao City because Davao City is probably one of the safest places in the Philippines mm. because there's uh, minimal crime rates going there. But mm -hmm, it's also right. because that he actually <laughs> kills criminals there. He makes so them eat their bullets. A, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a proactive mayor in Davao City. So he actually and does I think a lot of I mean, a lot of people um, kind of like that um, uh, that thing for for a president here in the Philippines. But you know, yeah, if you're gonna you know um, vote for him as president, you gotta make sure that you want this kinds of changes to happen. Like, right. are you okay with martial law, or are you okay with being you know having strict laws or policies? Then mm -mm. That's so the president he, for you. Mm -hmm. So but, he's very personable. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I would say that the most of the news circulating around the Philippines right now is related to politics. And it's been a big, uh, a very big deal to find out what this guy is saying versus another guy. Uh, I think Duterte is still leading right now in terms of popularity because of that. Yeah. Are you uh, are you a voter, Migs? Are you gonna vote for the no. if ever? Honestly, no. I'm, I'm not. Really. I'm sorry. Oh, I am not right, interested right. right now in voting. <laughs> I know. For me, even even the third, I'm I'm not really that sure. Because mm. yeah, I mean, if if he he was he, if he's gonna go to be successful and you know get voted as president, that, that that's good. But you know. Mm -hmm. Can they? Can the Philippines handle him? That's the question. When he, like him in like, power. Yeah, I mean, if That's... you if you can imagine, there's gonna be like, uh, it's gonna be more strict. It's it's mm -hmm. gonna we're we're gonna have more curfews at night. You know, um, businesses like um, you know bars are gonna be more regulated or something. So it's gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna turn out to be like more like Davao City. In yep, both yep. good and bad, for some people, so yeah, mm. good for them. But well, right now, no. there's also another candidate that people are hoping to win, and that would be Miriam Santiago, uh, one of our current Sanchez. senators, Sanchez. very strong-willed uh, lady. Um, she has cancer, but I don't know how that's going up right now. I think some say that she's yeah, over it I already. Think he that already she's healed. Bought it. But you know, there's this thing about permissions. But, mm, from the doctor? No, right. we. Well, for I mean, me. So far, no. she's, she's healthy. Mm. Okay. A little choppy there. But anyway, um, as for my side, there's really no news to add besides anything related to politics. 
And I guess on top of that, I would just like to give an opinion. Anyone can win except Binay. <laughs> really? Except Binay. <laughs> I don't know why I started laughing at that. Except <laughs> Binay. Okay, well, that guy, I'll tell you right now, he's the one responsible for putting up the world-class building that cost over 40 million or 60 million pesos. When in fact, wow. it should only cost like 5 million or Three million. So overpriced that no, shit? no more than ten uh-huh. million. So where that cash so go? So that's one of them. <laughs> he, he's really, he's really. Oh man! If you if you want to know corrupt, he is the most corrupt already. So, but the scary thing is he's confident. He's confident he will win. <laughs> he's confident in his corruption. That is scary. Yeah, that's scary. I mean, it's scary. But either way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's it for local news in the yeah. Philippines. Yeah. That's it I for guess. our podcast, basically. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, if you like, I said, if you have any, um, you know, um, suggestions on holiday gift guides or our feature topic about, you know, the Punisher and the Juggernaut, you can just sound it off on our Facebook page. And yeah, anything else you can, I don't know. Um, there's a lot going on in our YouTube channel right now. Uh, we have a new series called In the Zone where we feature um, top five um, gaming moments. Each week, so you can you too can also participate in in the zone by just you know sending us a link of your video so it'd be you know uh, maybe we can feature it next week as one of the top five gaming moments in, in our in, in in our YouTube series. So yeah. So there's our so, shameless plug: like noobs and cubes. <laughs> yeah, like, subscribe, <laughs> spread the word. And yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned next week for more GF Radio. Thanks, guys. Signing out. <laughs> <laughs>